Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned it with what I am. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. My G's still pumping, sold on the coaster, you know that my doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm cooling, be on the sofa, niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor, don't mean it, it's soldier, but fuck the vultures, I feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, I crank up the focus to get it amplified, feel it's in the skillet, but still it's some bigger fish to fry, designed to recline and sip the chateau, fly you are behind with a bang and we'll do it right, of course, unless you are not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, October 25th, 2017. I am your host, Travis Bryant. And with me, co-hosting as usual, our good buddy, Cameron Hawkins. Cameron, uh, what's going on? Doing well, man, doing well. Uh, good. Good to hear. How are things? Everything's good. Everything's good. Trying to make it home through this crazy city. I'm trying to deal with this last, like, what might be the last nice, nice day we have in a while. Of course, it was 45 degrees this morning, and now it's That's damn near 80, but it feels great. So, got to take in a little bit of this weather while I can. Yeah, you're, uh, you're out there, sheesh, at the... Yeah, every I guess this is kind of a weekly weekly thing, but yeah, this is not the time to be. Are you on thirty five? No, I'm, I'm home, but it's always. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Bet. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were fighting through traffic. I thought that's what you were getting at. Okay. Um, yeah, because this ain't the time to be fighting through Austin traffic. Um. Yeah, we've got uh, certainly got some things to talk about. We've got uh <laughs> we've got one one big thing, uh hashtag under siege that'll you know nah. <laughs> Yeah, I think this is gonna be one of those things where where there's gonna be like a, a side. Like there's gonna be sides to this. And not that the other side that's not uh, it's like all like yeah, greatest thing ever, but it's just like I don't get why it's so, why everybody's so down or you know, so we'll we'll get to we'll get to under siege and and why that was dumb or just run of the mill wrestling fair, and um, <clears throat> but yeah, for now let's uh, tell you how you can get into contact with us. You can call us for sure. Uh, hit us up on the constellation lines. Talk directly to Cam and myself. Give us a call at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103. If you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. The mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. So if you send one in during the show, we'll definitely get to it before we go off air. And um, also let us know in the subject or the body of the email somewhere, whether you're VIP or non-VIP, so we know which segment of the show to uh, to read your email. Yeah, so for now, we got one and one. Got a non-VIP and a vip so 
Get them in. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Once again, that's East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. That's the way they get us. Uh, on the email, <clears throat> and you can find us on Twitter. I'm breaking into somebody's car. Not really. Uh, on Twitter, yeah. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C E E Hawk. And uh, by the way, I got to send a guy a thing because um, I was like, if whoever was my 1300 follower, I'm going to send them some stickers. So I got to send a guy stickers yeah. now. Yeah, damn. I was going to gimmick it and like unfollow you. <laughs> And try to be the 13th, wow. but I forgot about it until, yeah, and until come back, now. Right? No, yeah, somebody yeah, yeah, like, give it to the 1299 like, really or the 1301. <laughs> yeah, right? Or send them to me. Like, nah, I just like five people, like, right after I said that, somebody told somebody, stickers, stickers is hot. You got to get some stickers, dog. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, nice, uh, nice promo thing. Nice, typical 2017, you know, social media, use of social media. Yeah. Right there with it, always. Um, Cutting edge. Mm-hmm. You got a shout out. Uh, nice hearing East Coast cast Cam on the show, on Wade's show, on his podcast one show. I agree with going back to watching the beginning of the NWO uh, run ninety six, ninety seven occasionally. Oh, nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's yeah. my thing. Like John A was, was on, like, John A was telling that. Wade, like, fam, can we get him on again? You know, like that's yeah. the reason I'm I mean, here. When, or, you know, you when these things happen, like you, you know, like somebody said something this morning um, who caught the show yesterday, and I immediately was like, thank you. But, you know, you can say this to me, but you need to say it to that guy. Like that's who you need to tell. Yeah. Um, I, I do yeah. appreciate it. But, yeah, just keep this train going. But, uh, yeah, so, again, get at us on uh, Twitter. And the last bastion of Get Adage, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast. Uh, check us out there. Uh, like the page. Uh, share it on your timeline. Tag your buddies in it, that kind of thing. Get them into the into the whole into the whole deal. And uh, no likes this week, but, again, shouts out to Aubrey Hickman and Paul Pace. For the, uh, for the likes a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, Cam, headlines, polls, what 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 do we got for this week? Yeah, you'll have to look at the end of the poll result. I think it's either about to end or it just ended. Final. But, yeah, um, yep. it is final now. But, yeah, um, we had, you know, because of the, uh, the meningitis health care in WWE, we got treated to – uh, what I'd consider a dream match between Finn Balor and, uh, and AJ Styles. And I thought it was really, really good. Um, and when I started to run down, you know, the singles matches we've seen this year, um, matches that those guys have had in other matches, you know, my question was pretty simple. Like, where do you rank this match? Uh, basically, in the top ten, is it your is it top ten, is it top five, is it top three, or is it the uh, number one match? And uh, I didn't get any feedback that said it wasn't a top ten match. So that seems to be pretty universal. That was like a given, um, like the, you framed your question like kind of perfectly, like in the the right parameters. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, nobody seems to really be against that. Um, and you have to look at it. I think only like 10%, maybe it was 8%, actually said it was the very best match. But everybody else yeah, is in that top three. Yeah, top three or top uh, top five range. What won out between those two? So top three won <clears throat> with 32%. Top 10 came in second with 31%, and that's the one I voted for. Mm. I just, uh, and top five was third with 28%, which basically means three-way tie <laughs> for, you know, it was it was super close, 32, 31, 28. I mean, mm-hmm. that's uh, – and, and a significant amount of, of, of votes. So you got probably a decent cross-section of of wrestling fans, of, of, of ardent wrestling fans, and maybe yeah. a few uh, – And I mean – A few casuals. The only thing I would immediately say, like, okay, this is a match that I wouldn't, or that would keep it from being the best. Like, and immediately, this isn't me going going through and thinking about every match I've seen this year. But um, mm-hmm. Style Cena was immediately oh. like, okay, like if that's if especially if the WWE style is is your cup of tea, um, you know. Big big moves, false finishes off of finishers. Um, then that would be, you know, AJ Styles, uh, John Cena, Royal Rumble is what a bunch of people jumped at as kind of the match. Um, I didn't really know at the time what else to put up against it. Like I think New Days and Usos have had the best feud. I don't know if they've had a single match that sounds out, stands out to the point where you absolutely like I have to crown it as the best match, but uh. But yeah, even just thinking about it, I think I, I would have voted top three uh, without even really thinking too much. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it, it, I, I, my personal thing. I think it's just hurt if if I have to use uh, if I have to use that word. It's hurt by the fact that it was a spur of the moment thing. That there was no build up. Um, yeah. That. Something about the psychology in the match that you've been waiting for and that has been marketed and hyped for, you know, four, six, eight, twelve, we however long you get, not, you know, two day Twitter notice or whatever. You know, uh everything else around it, the match itself, like it was it was a great match. I mean you know, four and a quarter, four and a half star wouldn't you know, it, all that, but it just didn't have the emotional part besides Ooh, I like both of these guys, and I've and I've and I've always kind of wanted to see this match, but the context around it, I would have, it would have been awesome if it was, uh, if it was different. But you know, again, even yeah. saying all that, it was uh, really, really, really good. And only those two I mean, guys. I mean, people... only AJ can, you know, fly the hell of, of uh, you know, around the around the globe the other way, north and south. We never think about yeah. <laughs> flying around the globe that way. Yeah. Um, to on short notice to like he said not have a nap and have to wrestle a match and have that good of a match. Um, that in itself is really special. Oh, we start doing that. Yeah. But yeah, um, like it was yeah, it was really good. Like some people, you know, I think ranking, you know, a lot of it. Some people like to have a date before they have sex. Some people like just to get right to it. So. Like to me, psychology building up wasn't, you know, wasn't a big thing. Like I'm just looking for the quality of the thing right there. Um, yeah, yeah. Even like the 
the Styles Cena match. I mean, the psychology was let's get John Cena another title win real quick. You know, it was even though those guys had had the thing in the past, like that wasn't like a super build up to anything. Um, but yeah, I think uh, you know, one, it was really good. It's probably the best thing that they've had in a while. And now, whenever they revisit it, they have that first thing to build on. So, yeah, and I think, um, you know, good for uh, – we were talking about it, uh, and I don't know if they had announced it by the time we had done the show, but I had conversations about it. And I was like, look, y'all, this is something like Valor needs to win. Like two evenly matched teams uh, in a sport, Vegas picks the home team to win because you win at home more often than you win on the road, you know, so – him being a raw guy, his pay-per-view, knowing he had a match coming up, being well-rested, are all the reasons that he should have won the match and did, you know? And to me, it doesn't hurt AJ. Like, AJ, at least for the time being, like, he's tough long right now. You know, he, um, you know, lost to Baron Corbin, and even in the match, Michael Cole was saying he's probably the best wrestler in the world right now, you know, even after, you know, two consecutive losses, basically. So, you know, AJ's Teflon, he's, like you said, like, you know, people can't do the things that he did. You can't put on a match of that quality with that amount of jet lag. And, hey, he's just special and continues to prove it. He's the most valuable thing they have right now as far as an in-ring talent. And, you know, he gave us a great match. So, you know, salute all around. And, you know, when you and I put our heads together here over the next month or so and have to compile that list of maybe – top five, top ten matches. I, I Yeah, I don't see a way that that doesn't make the cut. Maybe a top five meme, top ten meme of the year uh, that Shahid just shared in the group. I mean... Said what? <sighs> oh, it's... I, 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 have, I have dog shit in my it's, hand. It's, um, and it's, it's all Dana, in the other it's, it's Dana Brooke running... With oh, uh, yeah. a flash logo on her chest <laughs> and the lightning behind her running from the corp- WWE corporate headquarters. My name is Dana yeah. Brooke, and I'm the fastest woman alive. To the outside world, I'm an ordinary WWE superstar, but secretly, with the help of. Oh, I didn't click on the actual tweet, but. <laughs> wow. It's really good. She, hey, man. <clears throat> she got out of Dodge, man. It wasn't no time to be tough. <laughs> yeah, she was not there. Uh, she, she was not there when uh, when Alicia and Bailey and Sasha took that took that beat down. Um, I likened it to if anybody watches regular show to the bunch of baby ducks when they would just go around and <laughs> karate chop and other things in nature. Snake, they whoop that snake's ass. So anybody that knows what I'm talking about is like, oh, shit, yep. <laughs> Everybody else is like, well, okay, grow up. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's we got headlines. Oh, uh, is 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 that kind of the headline under siege? I mean, is that the thing? Is that, like, I mean, I, I know you would like to, but can you not avoid that as far as, like, if you're headline for the week? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, um, no, no, that that definitely has to be. Or are you going to go um, under siege, dumbest thing ever? Yeah, that's it, right? I'm I'm, I'm never going to, never going to call it by name. Uh, but, (laughs) yeah, I mean, (laughs) it's stupid. Like, and let me, let me explain 
where I'm coming from with this. Like, I'm, you know, I grew up in San Antonio. I'm a Spurs fan, so I didn't pray to the altar of Kobe Bryant. I never did. Kobe Bryant's a really good player, but to me, he wasn't like Michael Jordan. Yeah, he wasn't Michael Jordan reincarnated to me. He was uh, okay. a six-six volume shooter that uh, was really, really good. So he wasn't Michael Jordan to me. Like he, whatever. But I'm just wondering what things to me about. No, you're saying the most annoying thing to me about Kobe Bryant is that Kobe Bryant nicknames himself. Nobody ever called Kobe Bryant the Black Mamba. It was a nickname that he gave himself. So when Shane McMahon, yeah, it's super corny. So when Shane McMahon gets on the mic and says under siege, and then it's hashtag under siege, and then people are making signs because he said it, it's stupid, it's not organic, like, this is the type of thing that would have had way more effect if it came from Graves or, you know, somebody like that. Sure. Okay. I mean, so, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's like, dumb. oh, it's WWE. They do corny cornball shit like that all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's a, that's well, not a guess. That's definitely a, you know, legitimate gripe with the thing. Um, but he did it in like, remember when they were backstage and it was the first time and they hugged and he was like, imagine this, under siege. You know, so it was kind of, you know, blatant marketing thing he was doing, pro wrestling marketing. I didn't think it was out of the yeah. ordinary or, or anything that, like, that stood out as negative. So, um, But what about the execution? Blue team, get them. I had more of an issue with that. That was, you know, than anything. And and this is something, um, you know, I talked about on the show yesterday. It's just like I'm I'm made to believe that these people who have these grievances with each other, um, you know, people who go about, you know, solving their differences in their own way are so gung-ho about the company, like, that they work for that, you know, they just – we to jump on, like, a bunch of guys who happen to work at a different show. Like, but to me, the most the most egregious thing was the New Day, who operate as, like, a Freebirds or a Wolfpack team, um, you know, who never use their third man to their advantage in tag They wrestled as two, and the other guy cheers for him. He never comes into play. These as are the guys. Faces. And, and they, even as baby faces, yeah. they've done healing shit like that before. No, but, but I'm saying, to, like, they, I'm, but I'm really saying, like, they don't, like, to this point, like, they don't do that. Like, they, they wrestle as two. Like, they had a Hell in a Cell match where anything goes, and they wrestled as two guys. You know, like, they, this isn't their MO, so they're leading the charge in a, you know, 25-on-two beatdown. Like, it's ridiculous, and it doesn't fit, like, anything about what they represent. It was stupid. Um, and, uh, you know, something that, uh, I guess, like, by, by virtue of doing a show a day before our show, I've gotten a lot of feedback from people who have listened, and mm-hmm. even on the show yesterday, like, people appreciate, like, beatdowns like this, like, they appreciate backstage brawls and stuff, and they don't really look toward the logistics of, does this fit something that person would do? They just like to see it. And I and I get that. 
and sometimes you just like want that visual. Like it's a big part of the reason that Braun Strowman is over as he is because of things he can do outside of the ring. So like I, I get the excitement for a backstage brawl. I still think it's stupid, um, but I'm also a person who thinks you should never be loyal to a job because jobs aren't loyal to you. So like it's weird. Uh, all of a sudden, need to represent that blue when it ain't like Shane yeah. McMahon in the land of opportunity then gave everybody a world title shot. Or, you know, or don't uh, even go, it doesn't even have to be that far because. You know, well, I don't even think you have to go that far. I think m- pure money could be motivation enough. Yeah. That's all. I think, yeah, uh-huh. everybody's. Uh, Everybody wants to get that that hashtag under siege bonus check, <laughs> where hashtag under siege is going to be uh, stamped on the check that like, you take to the bank. They're going to be like, what? It, what? <laughs> like, like when somebody writes you a personal oh check God. and it's like hey, four, order, uh, like you know, yeah, so oh, you know, May twenty seventeen rent. You know, <laughs> nope. Yeah. Hashtag under siege. <laughs> hashtag under siege. Stupid. Oh, but yeah, I mean, like, tell that story though. Like we a, a big thing that you and I talked about because um, we do this typically the day after SmackDown was when you know Becky Lynch was expressing to Daniel Bryan how she does things the right way and it was unfair for James Ellsworth to come in and you know ruin that moment that they had. But you gonna jump? You jumping somebody at their show? Like, and I'm just supposed to understand. That's different it's, though, it's Cam. It's and yeah, apparently, apparently it is. Um, and, and again, like people tell me like you're taking it too serious. Okay, that's fine. It doesn't make it not stupid. Like you yeah. taking it serious doesn't mean like your dumb fun is still dumb. Uh, it, yeah, it just, the, with this, you look at the calendar and you you. It's one of those things that it has that's been done eaten enough in the last uh, you know ten fifteen years where all of a sudden. Whenever there's like a, a strong brand split in the last you know fifteen years, like I said, they 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 will try this, and it works in, in various ways. I think this was one of it's always stupid, and it's always this argument where you go, why all of a sudden do you care about being on Raw and Raw Raw Raw? Like Paul, yeah. like oh oh, and that's another thing, and another thing that made it super exciting. As I'm sitting up in my chair watching this happen, and I'm, you know, rooting on this, you know, twenty on one, on two and three and four beat down, um, was what's going to happen when they walk up in Brock Lesnar's uh, locker room? What's going to happen when they go when yeah, they see right. Braun Strowman? And then they never see you didn't see neither one of them. Well, Braun Strowman, I guess nope. you know he's he's uh, he did they super traded him. Yeah, in a, in in a landfill somewhere. Yeah. We actually had um, him uh, some moves to bring him back. But I was like, yo, I, I, I was expecting or anticipating them to what's going to happen when they walk up in Lesnar's uh, locker room. But that didn't happen. But it was still fine. Like, whatever. But this, it's the same argument. And we, you know, we'll yell about it in 2018. <laughs> you know, yeah. all of a sudden they like each other or spend, you know. And, and then the certain... And they mix it up, and they do this because it's like when you see a, a commercial and they get all the races and cultures, like, just forcibly 
recognized and 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 not recognized, but um, uh, represented, represented in that commercial yeah. or ad or whatever, and it just looks so forced, like you know, like whatever. <laughs> it's just it was it was kind of like that. Like you got all this mishmash of baby faces and heels and and like you're saying like honorable heels like you know New Day leading the thing. So you didn't have all the baby faces that are like kind of on the edge or a bunch of heels. It was just a mishmash of guys, and you're just like, how did he get this group and not others? And then we learned on Tuesday, like, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens weren't even, you know, yeah. weren't even considered. And, yeah, I, I mean, whatever, okay, fine. But I, w- I want to hear the sales pitch. Yeah, I need to, I hear need that. to know what you're gaining like, from this, because and he's just oh, about, and, like, and, pride. And, and let me talk about the follow-up. Shane is not good at explaining I don't even consider this a complicated issue but anything with like two or more steps to it I don't want Shane explaining it on TV he has no cadence he has no no sense of storytelling (laughs) and it's like okay it's probably a product of him trying to remember his lines and that kind of thing so so let him maybe it's not maybe he's even worse if they let him go out there and can it all come together and it's like ah, ooh, ah, just, uh, uh, okay we're at the end okay I, I, I think I got it like I knew exactly what would happen and where he was going, but I was just like, man, that was difficult to follow. Like Shane's just not a good storyteller, so yeah, all that to bust on Shane a little bit. Hashtag under siege. Yeah. I mean, but on the it's like on the plus side though. Um, like aside from the overarching like story that is. You know, them, um, you know, my brand, Juncture brand, we got to look out to see if they're going to come to get us. They, I mean, they have put together some of the best matchups, you know, and that you possibly can. I know. I just, uh, right before we got on the air, I posted, uh, my first Survivor Series poster, um, which is, uh, you know, Miz and Corbin, um, but also the Usos and Ambrose and Rollins, like, there, you know, if, if this has to happen, like it's going to produce some things we really want to see. Um, and yeah, I, and it's funny enough, I, I gotta be honest, I'm pretty excited to see Jinder Mahal and Brock Lesnar. Um, just to see what they do, like I'm, I'm very intrigued by how you go with this. Um, I, I think yeah. that's why we got the under siege stuff. I really think that's why they let SmackDown strike first and strike so hard, or you know, visually strike so hard. Um, is because, what well, you know, Lesnar's not going to lose that match. Okay, he's not going to walk. They're not going to like okay, walk through him or anything, mm-hmm. and it'll it'll you know, gender will put up some kind of fight. Uh, but they're like, yeah, we can't. 
be out here talking about how SmackDown's champion is not a contemporary, not a <laughs> classmate, not a colleague, none of that shit. <laughs> and then have we, and then have SmackDown like just getting even Steven with with Raw and the Survivor Series stuff. Um, so let them let's get, let's put them over. Let's put that roster over huge. Like oh, Shane, like explaining like the AJ stuff. Like, oh, he just, like, like you had an inside man. Like, how hard is that to say? Why are you struggling to, like, explain? Not one day, yeah. but he's going to stay. Like next day. Change is killing me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have I a know, live mic and fucking 13,000 people staring at me and a couple million watching. Like, Damn. The whole reason that Jinder Mahal has the title is because they knew that it was going to be champion versus champion months and months and months ago, and they weren't ready to give away AJ Styles and Brock Lesnar. Like, <laughs> like that was a year-long plan. I mean, but you can match. always have that match, Cam, and not have a finish, but not have a satisfying finish, not have a definitive winner. That's fine, especially if everything else around it is. Yeah, is, but not a Survivor Series, though. Like, if we're supposed to believe oh, okay. that Survivor sure, I get that. is, sure. like, you know, one of the big things, then, yeah. But, I mean, what if it was all the time and you want to avoid that? Um, yeah, they don't care. Uh, but, yeah, like, no, I, I hear what you're saying, but, like, if there was ever a match to bet money on, if ever, if there was one match to put money on, I would think it's this match. Because we said pretty strongly for at least a month, that this is the match that Jinder Mahal loses. Like we, and when I say we, I don't necessarily mean me and you, but that's been like conventional wisdom. So <laughs> we're going to have Jinder Mahal pin Brock Lesnar in the middle of the ring, and I, the, the world's just going to eat itself. Not even so you're saying the that same fa- that same. Feet. Uh, well, I'm uh, joking about that same thing. Formula no way they that's been, that worked on Orton three times and Shinsuke twice. No, something different. Like the Brock Lesnar would actually like. What? Is, what are you going to do when the Singh brothers try to interfere and AJ and Randy are the two guys that chase them off so that Brock gets them clean? And then where's your brand loyalty now? Like no, that that same thing. Well, happen. I don't think that would um, happen. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm kidding. But no, that same thing won't happen, but it, it's going to be interesting to see I how they work I can see that happening in Brock coming Like, they, make, they give you yeah, that, right? like, oh, my God, not again moment. But I just don't even think Brock would be like, fuck no, I'm not selling that move. I'm not pin- yeah. <laughs> I'm going to kick out at fucking zero. <laughs> like, soon as he cover me, I'm kicking out. I'm <laughs> I'm not even letting the rest at one. <laughs> when he first started, he kicked out of something he shouldn't have. I think it was like Jeff Hardy swan time or something, like his first couple of months. And he just jumped right out of the move, like, yeah. No, I. but I, again, like, I, the, the, the storyline is that, you know, Jinder Mahal is not in his league, but, I mean, it, what better way He's not. To be ain't no storyline. That's where he has life. <laughs> But I mean, what better way to build this guy up than have him, Man. you know, have him do that? Oh, like, it, it's ridiculous. They he's also been champion. He's, he's, he's like six and zero in title matches lifetime though. Like that's that's also the truth. Yeah, Not but he's like over the fucking 
oh for May in nine title matches, though. Okay. That's cool. And this is not going to be a title yeah, match. So he's going to lose. I mean, ain't he, but he's undefeated at pay-per-view since he won the title. Oh, that's a good point. You know, like, there's, there's, there's underlying things here, and we could be saying all this, and he could be killed in, like, five minutes, but they're not going to do that to their brand either. You know, they're not just going to kill SmackDown like that, especially when, you know, Randy Orton, your 13-time champion, couldn't beat the guy really quick. Shinsuke Nakamura, like your hottest free agent, couldn't beat the guy really quick. So, you know, I, I just don't think, even though, like, I understand all the reasons Brock would win, I don't think it's a cakewalk because Brock Lesnar at this point isn't an unstoppable fortune of nature. He's just the best wrestler in WWE. You know, like, he's he's been in danger multiple times. Like, Braun, you know, Braun got to him. Joe, um, you know, fought into a really close match. You know, he's not uh, invincible. Like, he just hasn't been beaten. So, like, I'm, I'm again, my, my thing is I'm very interested in how that match plays out, like, what they actually do. Because, like, one, uh, Jinder Mahal, for all the things he can't do in the ring, let's say what you do in the ring is 60% of being a champion. He's pretty good at the other 40%. Like, his, his confidence in himself when he's not talking about, you know, the other guy's ethnicity is pretty strong. Like, I thought he was pretty good on the mic last night. Um, like, I think he has a great look to him. He carries himself like a champ. Um and, like, he talks that cash shit when he needs to. So, yeah, like, I'm interested to see this play out. I really am. Yeah, I, I don't even see him that highly. I, I, he, he's playing wrestling villain, and he has some crutches. And But it's been, you know, five months, and it's just it's nothing new. I don't think he's gotten mod, uh, you know moderately better in the ring because you know he really had no no nowhere to go but up, and he's certainly working yeah. working high higher quality matches and uh, uh, opponents, so he should. But I mean, okay, he talks that cash shit, but it's not selling me. He doesn't I'm not like, like what's in the ring. Like, yeah, I, I like fully admit like, again, like I. The forty percent, I think he's good at. The other sixty, I'm, I'm not, and you can't pass with a forty. So I, I understand that. Right, yeah, right, okay, you, okay. I see. Yeah, yeah, not passing with that, with that missing, but but yeah, like I'm, but our confidence in him isn't their confidence in him, and they clearly think they can at least make some money off of him, so they're going to treat him as such. Uh, so yeah, we're just going to see exactly what they do come the main event of Survivor. Jinder Mahal is main eventing Survivor Series against Brock Lesnar, Travis. Yeah. Yes, he is. Like, those are some odds you wanted in Vegas a year ago. Like, who's going to be in the main event of Survivor Series? And you put some money on that, boy. You said for life. Oh, man. Jobber in the chat room, he goes, new horror franchise. Strowman, the final chapter. Strowman, the new beginning. Strowman lives. Strowman, the new blood. And finally, Strowman takes Manhattan. <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've actually watched maybe five of those movies in the last week because, I'll, um, you know, October is my month to watch all the horror movies. So, 
let me just say Jason Voorhees is just a big, ugly cock block, man. He just don't want to see nobody get to it. It's really upsetting. Um, but, yeah, I think – and this is what I always compare him to, Jobber. Um, you know, I was – like, as a kid, I was big into Resident Evil. And to me, he's nemesis from Resident Evil. Like, he doesn't actually exist in the game you're playing. He just kind of busts through the walls every now and again and chases you through, like, five or six different scenes, right? He's – but, yeah, they – Put my man in a trash on pack. Like he's he's great. Like he really is great. And I, I think I'm a bit of a hypocrite singing the praises of Braun Strowman and talking about how dumb uh, the you know SmackDown invasion of Raw is. So they're not going to call it the other thing again. But uh, but yeah, Bra- uh, Braun Strowman uh, will not die. Like he's going to come back, uh, hopefully in a hockey mask and take some people out. But what if? What if they just sent Braun from from Raw? Like, didn't send anybody else. They just sent Braun. And he just and he ran through the whole SmackDown roster. <laughs> so great. <laughs> just stalks them all. You know, one so by hard. one. They'll just undo everything. Yeah, man. I, I mean, as much, as much as they can't do it, imagine, like, Braun, you see Braun walk out of a room and all the SmackDown women's wrestlers just sprawled out. They can't do it. Oh, but, my. man. Oh, I'm thinking Luther Strode. If anybody knows anything about the the comic Luther Strode and the hyper violence and and the uh, yeah, just rooms full of people, how he would leave, you know, there's like torso and ceiling. Like what the what is going on? Yeah, that immediately comes to mind. Uh before we jump to callers, we gotta talk about Greenshot of the under siege, hashtag under siege, with Natty and Zack Ryder. What got a handful of sex, was man. going on in that picture, Cameron Hawkins? Please explain it to me in the audience. She was grabbing some meat. What do you mean what was going on? There's no reason to build a big story <laughs> off of that. <laughs> she was grabbing some meat. Oh, like, I'm not, like, I don't know her marriage. You know, I'm just... What is me. going on there? We got a handful of sack. That's what's going on. Full. And it's cool. And she in like full on protection mode. And and to his benefit, Ryder's just like, uh, you know, like the wild thing, yeah, yo. you know, like hey, I'm not sure, that, you know, <laughs> you know, it's kind of what you expect in that situation. I mean, and and you know, he's. Zack Ryder is of a certain height. Like, all jokes aside, he's of a certain height. She's of a certain height. She's probably caught back, like, hold your hands back like somebody. Right, like, he's clearly going. You know. He's giving her the you first, you know, arm to, like, head. Yeah, and and yeah. that's what, that was one of the cornier aspects because when the thing first started, I was like, ooh, they gotta have like a woman's one off to the side where it's all this chaos, and then they look over and it's Carmella and them beating down some raw chicks. And the way they did it was just so corny. It just, I mean, this whole thing was you know kind of corny, but this was corny. just stood out as like cornball central here. Like, well, wait, like. So, I'm supposed to believe Alicia Fox, Bailey, and Sasha Banks thought they were going to stop that mob of, you know, 20 people? I mean, 
And then, yeah. okay, yeah. then women emerge, and so you think you're just going to... Like the, like the dudes, like I know they're trying to be, like, uh, you know, not, you know, scummy and stuff. Yeah. But that made the raw women. Like, it was just three on three, and y'all got beat down, like, super easy. And y'all laid there and sold it forever. That's one thing if, like, 20 guys are putting boots to you. But it was three of y'all and three of them. So, I mean, I mean, Zack Ryder's a scumbag anyway. Like, he's turning heel probably. Like, and, and like just have them grab him and, like, hold them for the women to hit. <laughs> that would be so great. I mean, not great, but, you know. Them like, world star. Like, surround them so they can't get away. And then let the girls fight. But, I mean, that throws off camera angles, I guess. But still. Yeah. 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 You definitely for either either of those scenarios, mine or yours, you'd have to change how it was shot. But I think yeah. you do it just to avoid the corniness of oh, he got girls too. Like oh, so yeah. whack. So yeah, so whack. So incredibly whack. <laughs> I'm not mad at it though. Uh. Uh, Charles Sitton says, I hope next week on Raw they show a clip of the landfill and you just see Braun's fist rise through the trash like at the beginning of Turtles 2. <laughs> exactly. You got to get his soup shutter on, man. We need it. You got to bust up. And then, uh, yo, they got to tell Braun that uh, from now on he's going to have security. Not that he needs it, but he's going to have security just in case somebody jumps on him. And then all of a sudden it's the Singh brothers or it's uh, two guys from 205 Live. And then he looks at him and says, they're babies. I need that to happen. Just like in Ninja Turtles 2. That happened in Turtles 2? Damn, I don't know. When, when he got Toka and Razor and they called Shredder Mama. And he was mad. They were babies and wanted to. Oh, when they hatched, they were babies. They were little babies. That's yeah. right. That's right. No, no, no. Yeah. You're, I'm, but you're more, con- you're more twelve-year-old me was more like, yeah, that's not bebop and rock steady. Like, what, the, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> like this and was your chance. Somebody's be- gonna tell like, us. Yeah. Somebody's gonna tell us like the backstory on why they didn't use them. Um. But yeah, that's that was me as well. Like, you have. Why didn't you just get? Uh, a pig and a rhino. Like and I'm supposed to watch that abomination like that came out with a couple years ago. Because oh, hey, now y'all got Bebop and Rocksteady. Nah, fam. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. I'm grown. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying mm-hmm. mm-hmm. No, be good. But yeah, um, again, like I, I'm sure, like people have told me straight up, like you're taking it too serious, and this was fun, and I'm like, okay, but just wrestling game. It's still stupid. It just, yeah, just rest them, like, enjoy it. No, it's still stupid, though. But, you know, like, if that's, like, if that's what you like, then cool. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what you should and shouldn't like. I'm still going to say it's stupid, though. It's stupid. <laughs> what about when they accosted Kurt? <laughs> no, like, just had him by the arms. Like, Kurt, like, Kurt didn't uh, put two guys through tables last night, yo. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he took it, too. And he took it. That's what I got mean, me. you know. Like, you got to pull up on somebody. Like you saw Kane and Strowman last night. Sore. You you know, to, her uh, body was racked with pain. Prob- probably was. And they locked the pill cap. Let me chill out. 
But uh, yeah, yeah. Sam, I I I kept from saying they only gave him ibuprofen, but I didn't say it. You went there all the way there. Yeah, a man too. But um, but yeah, I the whole thing's silly. And I what, what I did like though, because I have to be real about it, I did like that SmackDown or that Raw didn't just show up on SmackDown like right away. I like that they're providing intrigue to it. Um, and then. Rick, I thought of Braun as a personal kaiju. Uh, but, yeah, like I like that they didn't jump right on him right now. I like that it's a bit more cerebral than that. Um, I like that Daniel Bryan is the one that's like, yeah, they're going to get us, and it's going to be your fault. Any, like, was it just me, or I'm like, wait, are they trying to, like, save money and not actually show the security? They're just showing the exit doors? Like, oh, there's security there on the other side of those doors. You just can't see him. Because they're like, yeah, we got extra security and blah, blah, blah. And never showed, not a, not a foot soldier, not a uniformed officer, not, nothing. Not a CSC mm-hmm. yellow shirt arena guy. None of, none of them. <laughs> not at all. So. I mean, they did a good job of say, you know, saying we got it and making you think about it. And at least they went that far, but. They could have at least showed one exit <clears throat> with, like, four securities. I'm like, that, that's what it looks like on every door. Like, all right, you ain't got to show every door. But but they did. Yeah. All right, let's uh, open things up here to the public. And um, who should we start with? Let's start with uh, some of our good pal uh, Willis out in D.C., uh, hey, Willis, what's going so on? How, how is everybody tonight? Oh, doing, doing well, good? man. Doing well. That's what's good. Up? That's good. I'm still laughing at damn Kurt Angle when he came out with Seth Rollins and um, Dean Ambrose. He had the biggest cheeseburger grin on his smile when he came up behind him, raising his uh, arms out. <laughs> yeah, it was like ever pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That joint was hilarious. But Right, we even said shit about the damn uh Yeah, about the TLC match. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was just funny. And and it seemed like Dean I mean not Dean, it seemed like Seth was like a little kid in the candy store. He was so happy to have Kurt Angle with him on his team. He had to look like, Man, this is fun. This is not yeah. being Seth. Seth looked like this Seth, is fun. Yeah. This is much. He said he had this look. This is much more funner than having Roman with me. He, oh, he right, I knew that. How did I oh, know? Man, I knew you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. <laughs> I was just waiting on it, man. Like there it is. Uh, uh, he set uh, me up good. Like oh yeah, no, mm-hmm, yeah, he sure was. Boom. There but. <laughs> But it was funny how the whole vibe of, of that whole painting, it seemed like everybody was into actually wrestling for once. The way everybody carried itself in that painting. Because uh, even, even the damn Cruiserweight tag match, even people was cheering for that. When the last time you see anybody cheering for the, a Cruiserweight match? The only match I think that killed it. I'm mm-hmm. about to cut you off. Let me say something really quick. 
Um, I thought the Cruiserweight tag match was really, really good. And I don't know what it is, but they have to adjust either Sid Alexander's entrance or music because he doesn't have a reaction on his way to the ring, and then he starts doing stuff and it gets cheered because he's really, really good. Um, I thought that he was really probably the standout performer in that match, and that was a good match. They got to do something different with him. I don't know if they got to cut the kid's hair or something, but he he should be getting a a reaction as soon as his music hits from the time that he leaves, um, not just when he starts well, playing the ring. His music but, uh, sucks. Yeah. He he got there you go. he got the Maven treatment. The anybody that wins like either Tough Enough or a Diva Search, they get the music that represented the sh- that show or that segment that year, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, it sounds like I don't know if this is. If this is it, but I think that was the Cruiserweight Classic kind of like theme song. Mm. And then oh, yeah. he's coming he... out with it. And and like I don't I could be wrong. That could have been his music just during the Cruiserweight Classic and the Cruiserweight Classic had a, a different one. But it just it's like a it's yeah, it's the wrong absolute wrong song for him. Not because it has no, you know, bam like you know, if you smell or glass breaking or some kind of first mm-hmm. guitar riff or something, it's like this weird radio pop song, right? Like, what? Yeah. Nope. Yeah, doesn't even fit. But you know, and, and then you add in all the other things. Like, yeah, no, that's not an exciting song to come out to. The crowd has nothing to, mm-hmm. you know, sonically grasp onto. It's not not good. Yeah. It's generic. It's, yeah, it's, it's generic it's, as fuck. It's generic. Like, a lot of people theme songs in WWE right now. Yeah. yeah. There's somebody on hold now that swears that the damn guys that are in, that do the music now, those, you know, two young guys, that they're, uh, like, the second uh, coming. Well, they're, the top no, of their they music, need to, though, I mean, the top of their music is really good, though. Like, Glorious is really good. Shinsuke song is yeah. really good. AJ's song is nothing I'd ever listen to, but it fits AJ to a T. Like, their yeah. their peaks are very high. They just have a uh-huh. whole lot of plateau in them. Those are, CF, those are the They're CFO. Put, oh, put, boy. Yeah, that's the oh. CFO dudes. Yeah, that's they the gone. Well, then. Oh, they're gone. They shut me up. Okay. Yeah. So that's why everybody's music crappy now when uh, AJ and all them – Nakamura and all them, those are the CFO songs. Those guys are gone. Okay. Yeah, that's but what they didn't leave, that's, that's, they're still doing, everybody's music, though, is is them. I mean, who has new music? How long has it been going? I think they, I think they left after they did Rouge, around the time Rouge Joint came out. Right. That's still so, back in A year. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, back, I'm just saying, most people still have, you know, their music, and I don't think they're, they're they were there great. They had some hits, but need to step yeah, up. they didn't have the consistency to to, in, of of, of you know, Jim Johnson. Yeah, uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, so it was it was cool to see Kurt cutting up. He looked like a, he looked like Gunho from off of GI Joe with his vest on and stuff. 
So I was yeah. asking about people that. were making way too much of him, like going out when he bumped out of the ring early. Like fam, Kurt always huh? took those out those th- that move in particular terribly, even in two thousand. Even with a whole neck. Yeah, he always took that that bump like he was a, a surfboard or something. Is that a sign of, you know, is he going to collapse in the ring? Like, for fuck's sake, everybody. Even if he clunked his head on the apron, which he didn't, it's, it was, like, controlled and from a very short distance. I know you don't want to be messing around with people's necks no matter what. An inch is more than too much, but damn. I think Wade and he a few others that. that night were like, what, what's going on? Why is this... Is he okay? Does he have his, uh... Yeah, it was a little much. He, even on the damn video game back in the day, he used to take that same goddamn bump when he knocked him out the ring. <laughs> on the video game. He had his animation make it fall out like that. Hey, really quick, and Willis, I, I don't want to uh, jump into your points, but, yo, the best thing Kurt Angle did the entire night was his famous two and seven eight kick out. When Miz yeah, yeah. I thought that was it. I was like, shit. Oh, I thought it was it too. It had been so long since I've seen anybody do that. He's so good at that, and it was it was great. That like that was the moment of the night for me when he kicked out that way, like only he can. So good. Right. I I brought this up with Cam earlier on Twitter, and he laughing at me about it. But one of my friends here posted in the group, one of my on Facebook wrestling group, she was thinking before she left the office, she like, you think JoJo, Bray, and um, Bo was in legal trouble with with Bray um, cheating on his wife and he got got papers served to him a couple weeks ago and Roman got hit with the 60 days. That's why he ain't, um, they trying to cover that up because they don't want all their business out in the street. I'm just shaking my head. Yeah. I'm you are not getting any kind head, of man. time off. You got somebody bought an envelope to your doorstep, and you want no? That's that's no reason. That's literally no reason to stay home from work. But in WWE world, pff, you kidding? Well, you better come. You better come to work. You better do your announcing. And how how Bo gonna be home because his brother uh, got caught cheating? Like, and then, on. yeah, and what Bo got to do with it? <laughs> He's there for yeah. moral support. Yeah. Well, if he if he got to if he got to to go to court as as a, a witness or something, yeah. <laughs> but that, that's just some that's just some craziness. My my brother. <laughs> that's just some craziness. My friend here put in the damn Facebook group, and I'm sitting oh, there laughing at her about that. Willis? Rick mm-hmm. says the CFOs are still there. Willis rumors rumors are typically are as typical untrue. Woo-hoo. Dang, dang! Willis, I thought they they got to pull up on Rich. <laughs> I, thought they were, I thought they got rid of them. I thought somebody else was doing the music. Oh, now he now he coming at me on Twitter. See, Rich, I just jumped. Mm, see, I got moments. <laughs> Rich got all Rich's receipts are bipartisan. You got something for everybody. <laughs> then, you know, I don't, I don't know why you get mad at me. That's why you're there to fact check them. Uh, uh, uh. That's the craziness that, that had me laughing when she put that in the group. 
But yeah, um, but it's funny that Roman ain't even advertised for SummerSlam. I mean, not SummerSlam, but Survivor Series. Yeah. Yeah. Man, they, I mean, it's yeah, something they're probably not trying to play around with. Gotta be careful. Yep. And I think if if they decided to reunite the Shield at Survivor Series instead of now hindsight all that on blah blah, but. Instead of reuniting the Shield, even if nobody got sick, I didn't think it was a good idea. You reunite the Shield for three on five, and then you're probably going to run it back. But they're not running it back. They're doing the Raw versus SmackDown stuff. So um, I just think if they would have waited to reunite them, or maybe that's why they didn't want to wait because they were doing the Raw versus SmackDown stuff and they had to have the Shield stuff completely in place. So I guess when you look back, it's like, oh, all right, I guess. Doesn't, it's yeah. not like, you know, especially from Cam's perspective and the people that d- didn't think it was any type of really redeemable, like you, you rushed something that's for sure money for this corny shit. So. Yeah, so now hopefully we'll see what's going on with that. Hopefully everybody's okay, even though one could yeah. just stay gone. But that's the thing. <laughs> I feel like the lock, the locker room is happy to see him gone for a while because they finally get this shine on. Even though I feel like Vince McMahon very damn thin because him and AJ put on a hell of a oh. match. What was that? Uh, yeah. What yeah. was that? <laughs> yeah. What a like, bunch of garbage. Call- you call AJ Styles. Like, if you don't get Kane the, all the way the fuck out of here. Like, I went from, like, oh, wow. What a way to you. What, you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm kind of excited that Kane's back. I can't wait to see how they use. Uh, there we go. Kane fucking. Fuck out. Go home, Kane. Right? In, in the matter of a day. Yeah. Like, again, if, if Vince McMahon is who they take their cues from, if he's who's in the headset, he had them say. That AJ Styles was the best wrestler probably in the world. Had Finn Balor beat him clean, albeit with circumstance around it. And then the guy who just beat the best wrestler in the world loses to Kane the next night. Kane, who didn't even win his his three on five match, right? Beat Finn Balor. And and, in fairness, that means Kane had a longer night than Finn Balor uh, with tables and ladders and chairs. But, you know, continuity, whatever. I, I think that's Vince getting back. He's like, man, y'all, that, you and AJ got the people cheering before the damn matches even start, and y'all, the crowd behind y'all. But I want Roman to be like that, and I can't do it. So let me torture the, let me torment the first person. Right, I can't have something showing. Like showing me up and like doing <laughs> here what I can't make happen over there. Like uh, nobody gets that reaction. Then, oh. Willis, are you saying that he was being vindictive? No, being a milly oh, mouth jackass. That's what he was being. Okay. That's, that's actually that's why. My point. <laughs> that's why damn um Triple H came out and said he pissed about the bookings that they do to um. A lot of his people he bring up from NXT. He said he feel like when he try to um bring people up, he feel like Vince undermining him, which is true. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, what, what did you think about uh, how they treated Oscar? I, I, I liked it, but I understand not everybody did. Well, the way I feel about Oscar is that her and Emma had long matches down in um, NXT, and Oscar's matches are normally long when she's fighting wrestling somebody that can really wrestle. But if she wasn't mm-hmm. wrestling a nobody like a Billy Kay or um, a Liv Tyler when they was first coming Liv on the scene, she'll Liv Morgan, she'll steamroll them. But if it's somebody that could actually wrestle, she she always end up having to really fight because she never really dominated uh, all her matches. It may be like 10% of her matches she dominated. She just end up being the better person winning, uh, unless if you count those last few matches she had with Amber Moon, where she was basically cheating mm-hmm. to win. So, yeah. I'm right so there that's you. just that's just a bunch that's just a bunch of bullshit right there. That's just stuff to get um the wrestle reporters to get hit so people can argue with them about the Oscar push. That's all that is, but. Then you could say not not, not genuine they, opinions. It's just, I mean, mm. you can't reduce everything to they're trying to get clicks. I mean, like, what if they're just like, that's just how they feel, and they happen to be a wrestling reporter. I mean, that's mm. I mean, that's being very reductive in what they, you know, in their accomplishments or what they do as a job. Mm. Well, that's. Just, that's just how I feel in certain situations, not all of them. But um, yeah, um, it didn't bother me none. It wasn't as bad as the um Nakamura and Dolph Ziggler match when Nakamura first came up. Now that's the one I can understand people fussing about because Dolph has just been lingering so long that Nakamura should have kicked his head off for two minutes, but they. We're like twenty five, uh, twenty five minute match. No, it was like sixteen. <laughs> but you know, let's not let numbers ruin a point. All right. Didn't they have like two matches? Didn't they have one? I think they came back with it on TV. I don't think. Yeah. Still don't think they went twenty five minutes. So I think the second match was even shorter. But even if it wasn't. uh it's still something to that, but Tom Ziggler isn't no slouch, and he's—I think he's uh, a, a better wrestler in the men's division. He's portrayed as a better wrestler in the men's division than Emma is in the women's division. Division, not by much, but it, it's all right, just, whatever. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't know if Dolph just got attitude problem on the back or. You don't listen. Uh, I don't know what it is. They just they do something with him for a month or two, then they decide, oh, we sick of fooling with him. Let just let him do whatever for a couple months, and then they come back and do something with him again. It's just uh, the uh, one of the oddest pushes in a, a wrestling career. Yeah, I've but seen the thing is, nobody's up in arms anymore. Nobody's like. Right. Not 2013 where we're like, you know, give them the sustained quality push. It's just like whatever, bring him in and out and certain, and nobody cares that he loses because that's just what he does. Uh, real quick, back to the CFOs thing. Uh, 
Darrell chimed in on Twitter. He said they interviewed CFOs, interviewed with Sam Roberts, and said they do more work with Triple H and NXT, and they only get called to do big songs for the main roster. So, yeah. yeah. So they're definitely uh, still uh, with the company. They're going. Um, so they love working with Triple H because they give him he gives them more freedom than the main roster, uh, who calls them at the last minute or the night of shows. Yeah, get the fuck out of here with that. Well, that's that. That damn. That even sounds like what the wrestlers are going through. Who needs a song the night of a show? Like, who's that pressed? Like, we need a Baron Cor- no Baron Corbett. Like, just use the old one and give us a week to come up with a good, you know, give us some time. No, we need it now. Like, what? Why, are that's you that, Vince. why is it that big of a deal? That, that's Vince, because I was listening to um, Bruce Pritchard on, on Sean Moody's podcast today, and they he was talking about um, one night, it was 2.30 in the morning, and Vince happened to be looking at one of their um, Madison Square Garden shows, and Mean Gene was doing an interview with Demolition. Mean Gene had glasses on because they said they had went drinking the night before. So he was like, well, how y'all let this stuff get past? Who did this and that? And Vince calling Bruce 2.30 in the morning talking about that stuff. And Bruce was like, um... I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sweet. I've been asleep. You know it's 2.30, right, Vince? You're like, well, it doesn't matter. When you get in the job, find out who the hell did this mess. I want to know as soon as you walk in the door. So he was kept on pestering him about that as soon as he walked in the door. That's Vince for you. So, yeah, I could see the CFOs dealing with that mess with the um, music. The day of, I can see that ha- actually happening to them because that's that's how Vince acts. Yeah, it's just no excuse, but just kind of some in- insight. So, all right, man. All right. All right, Willis. Take care. See you next time. Bye. Willis from DC, everybody. Uh, keep things moving. Let's let's, uh, let's talk to Kylan. Uh, Kylan, well, what's going on? What's going on? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? I'm doing well, man. Pretty good. Yeah. Well, from the ridiculousness of under siege Monday as much as I hate to bring this up what do you guys think of Jeff Jarrett's removal from Impact and his subsequent telling of Anthem Sports and Entertainment being out of money at this time. I mean, what do you say this many years in, man? Like, this is what you expect to happen. 
and then you expect them to find some more money and for him to be back in a managerial or behind-the-scenes role. Like, it's just what happens. It's You don't get up or down about it because you don't know who else it's affecting as far as, you know, other wrestlers and talent. Like, I, I, I don't really know how to react to it. We thought this thing was over five years ago. Before that, we thought it was over almost ten years ago. So, you know, here we are. Like, hopefully. Thought it was over three years ago. Thought it was over two years ago. Thought it was yeah. over a year ago. Thought it was over maybe a couple months ago. <sighs> For fuck's sakes. Just, I, I mean, I, 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 you know, it's like, well, one of those, well, you know, wrestlers have another place to go. Like, that's not a reason to keep something limp, limping along. Yeah. I mean, what, exactly what you said. Anything else, Kyle? Um, so my, my questions for this num, number one, this is a continuance of last week. With Barry Corbin now losing to Sin Cara two weeks in a row, will he either eventually lose the United States title to Sin Cara or squash him as we predicted would have happened last week before he lost. It would. Um, what was the last part? I think he's finally. I, I think he ends up squashing him. He's like, is he gonna end up squashing him? Like, oh yes, I say it's the Kalisto formula. <laughs> he's gonna walk through that man. <laughs> yes. Count out win. DQ win. Yeah, come on. Yeah. It, it's eventually going to be like, yeah, him well, finishing this. The, the first win. Oh, yeah. It, it was a cow now. Uh, and, and my second question. How do how do you think the war games match will translate in modern WWE? I mean, I I have faith in their production. Like, I I think it'll look good. I think it'll look better a lot of times than it did in WCW. I think. You know, WCW had its shortcomings with kind of the wide angle that they chose to use at times. Like, it's, yeah, I think it's going to be good. Um, and, again, I think they know what they're shooting. Um, and I think they take time to practice what they're shooting and not just throwing it together at the last second. So, yeah, I think it'll be good. Yeah, I have pretty much total faith in in uh, in the production and the camera work and the positioning of the cameras, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I wouldn't even be surprised 
if they do something, if they like maybe try to innovate, innovate the thing. Like, okay, let's let's make it let's make it ours. I don't know. Put a camera at the top of the cage, like a remote controlled one. The Woody Wood, not the Woody Woodpecker. What they call it? The Kylie, the Wiley Coyote cam, like the ladder match cam. Yeah. You know, so we can see all the action, you know, in one shot, unobstructed by the cage, you know, the fencing and bird's eye view. So maybe they'll try some stuff. And that, but but even if they don't, I I'm sure they'll have this thing all mapped out and shot well, and it'll, and, it'll, and it's going to be in an arena, not in a or some kind of setting, not full sale. They'll be in Houston. Yep. So, yeah, it'll be fine. So, appreciate that, Kylan. As always, let's uh, check this tweet here. All right, uh, Jabron, he chimes in from Sin City. Uh, what up, fellas? Um, about a month ago, I came across the MVP podcast, and he and his co-host, who who also worked for WWE as a writer, was talking about the pay-per-view that had the match with Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman in the ambulance match. So his co-host was basically breaking down the match to him and after he did, he asked MVP his thoughts on Roman Reigns as a wrestler and as a character. And MVP answered uh, that he's never seen a Roman Reigns match. He says he's only met him uh, once, uh, but he's never seen a match. Do y'all believe that to be true? Um, I mean, I guess. Why would he... Why would he... Uh say that? I mean, you listen to the show, did he say, because if he's why, if he can tell you about the latest Dean Ambrose match or, or Seth Rollins match, obviously it's more likely he's just, unless he just turns it off, like, no, oh, fuck this guy, I'm out of here. So if he's just not watching the product, I mean, but that's a lot of years to have never seen a Roman Reigns match. Is he just completely checked out? Uh, you know, in American pro wrestling or, you know, WWE stuff specifically. I so in some sense it's hard to believe, but in others it's like, shit, that man doing other things and don't give a fuck about WWE TV. That's, you know, we have friends that, that are that way. Yeah, like you said, is kind of what I get from MVP. Like he has outside interest and taste. Like, his goal was always to be, uh, you know, to wrestle in Japan, and that's the style he prefers. So, yeah, like, I can see that. Uh, he also I also want your opinion on why you feel that wrestlers that have been either fired or asked to be released always have negative things to say about the company. Because I feel like we always get the shoot interviews of them bashing the company or how bad things are or where or how bad things are or were when they worked for the company. I feel this company drains the life out of the wrestlers because before they got there, all they wanted to do 
in life was become a pro wrestler, uh, but when they leave the WWE or uh, for whatever reasons they have, they have this hate for the business. Um, I don't think that's just true across the board. Um, <laughs> I, I, and then I wouldn't say hate for the business. I, I would, I would, you know, even if they did have hey, negative yeah, things, real bad things to say about yeah. WWE, doesn't mean necessarily they hate the business. Like, oh, I quit wrestling. Wrestling sucks. Um, but I think my first point is stands even truer. Like, I don't think that's just an across the board thing. Um, guys are all. I actually think it flies in the face of like guys are like, shit. I'm gonna want to go back eventually. I'm not gonna trash him. Yeah, I'm trying to get this money. All right. I'm trying to think of like who like it just came out right, and I mean maybe the writers because they know well writers don't get aren't they just find somebody new younger that they can pay less. Not somebody with three yeah. or four or five years experience that <laughs> I know. So writers feel like, eh, I can talk my shit. And they're working directly with Vince and the other creative staff. But wrestlers just kind of seem to be like, eh, you know, I did this wrong or, you know, I mean, got CM Punk, who's a big, who's a big, uh, who stands out, obviously, for, for being uh, you know, discontented with his, especially last year with the company, but I wish the Brown would have included an example or two. Yeah, like an example of somebody. But, I mean, I, that was, you know, for for a while that was kind of the case with guys. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, for, because it used to be like those, before you had your, you know, super non-disclosure agreements and all that kind of stuff, People would talk about how bad it was, but that's, that's that's a job, you know. Like you, you leave the job uh, because you know you're not happy there. You get fired from the job, and then we all kind of had that attitude. Where I didn't need this anyway. And then you think about all the bad things that happened while you were there. Like, well, your fault. She got fired. Nobody actually admits right. to stealing boxes, you know. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, and I think that's the nature of a lot of these guys being alphas too. Like that's that's in their blood to kind of have, uh, you know, the reaction when, when things don't necessarily go their way with these jobs. So, yeah, I, I think that's not exclusive to wrestling, I guess is what I want to say. Kind of a kind of a fairly common vibe. Uh, then he says, P.S., what are your thoughts uh, on, on MVP as a wrestler and a character? Thanks, fellas. I'll be listening uh, after the show. Um. I was a big fan at the time. Like he was my favorite guy for a while. Um, yeah, I, I'm probably the opposite. I never was a big fan. Uh, well, not the opposite. The opposite would be I hate him. But no, I just wasn't a big fan. Like, oh, okay, that works. But I didn't particularly uh, get into him in any particularly over excited way. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was really good. I thought um, he had a natural charisma um, about him. Uh, like I liked him as like the obnoxious heel, like the stuff he did with Matt Hardy. I liked that he seemed to have the desire to really get better at his craft. Um, I thought one of the most interesting things I heard him say was 
you know, within the wake of the whole Chris Benoit situation, like, he was supposed to wrestle Chris Benoit that night, and his initial reaction is disappointment that he didn't get to test him against somebody that he didn't get to test himself against somebody that good. And he always kind of wanted the, um, like, he was one of those guys who was more concerned with the craft than anything else. Um, like, he wanted to wrestle in Japan. Like, being a part of New Japan was his goal. Um, and he made it there. Uh, and I'm always, you know, because of the society we live in, like, I'm a big proponent of, you know, people who have been in the system for a long time turning their lives around. And he undoubtedly did that. So he's, you know, somebody to be respected, I think, in his own right. Uh, so, yeah, a big fan of, of the guy. And by extension, I was a big fan of the wrestler because I understood the hard work that he put in. Um, so, yeah. yeah. Let's, uh, let's go to our next caller. We've got a returning returning guest. Makes himself available all too uh, much too infrequent. But... Uh, We'll take them while we can. While we can get them, let's uh, bring on our good our good pal uh, Junior. Uh, Junior, what's wow. going on? Long time. Hey. Wait, junior or old dirty bastard? I'm confused. <laughs> That's my move. I remember uh, who the hot meat used to be with WWE. He had the best music. Muhammad Hassan. That was my shit. Oh, Elaine. You got it all fucked up, Junior. Come on. Yeah. One of my favorite entrances like that. That no, I wanted that in my ringtone so bad in '05, (laughs) and I couldn't get it on my sidekick too. Oh man, you didn't deserve to have it on your sidekick too. You didn't deserve to have this ringtone with that damn phone. How y'all doing, fellas? What's going on, man? How's everybody? How's everybody, fam? I got first question for you, Trav. So you down there faking with all that eagle shit on down there? You on there? You down there? Eagles up showing off? What you doing, man? You supposed to be down there shitting on all them cowboy fans? I saw you down there faking with all that eagle shit on. First off, I'm I'm outnumbered, uh, like you know, a million to one. So that's a thing. That's a real. And number two, I wouldn't give it there. Oh, I'm wearing my uh, fucking, you know, my eagle shit when, you know. Goddamn what? Yeah. They get, well, they, yeah, they don't want it. They're like, man, fuck them motherfuckers. Wait till the playoffs. That's what's up, though, man. Hey, good. That's how you supposed to be. I'll be down there making every Cowboy fan just test because they are some garbage <laughs> this year. Well, but they See, I Keep have more of an issue with Cowboys fans in Philadelphia or in D.C. Oh. Like, fuck those. Like, those yeah. people are... That is a phenomenon that people do like not know about. Yeah, Texas, yeah, I agree. For the Cowboys, I like, oh, okay, that's kind of normal. <laughs> yeah, people Probably do not understand person, that dynamic. But, you know, it's like normal. Tra- but, yeah, yeah. Trav, they don't know about that, man. People around the country do not understand that there are so many Cowboy fans and Eagles and in um, excuse me, Cowboy fans in Philly and in DC. They don't, they don't even realize. It makes no sense. And DC is split in half. People ain't never even been to Texas. The only furthest they've been is Texas Avenue. That's as far as they done got. You know what I'm saying? They ain't never <laughs> we got somebody Texas that's probably, probably listening right now, and we just read his email. Or, no, he got an email from VIP, Charles Sitton, who in South Carolina is a goddamn Cowboys fan. And I know he's kind of in the middle of nowhere with no, you know, do you root for a Florida team or, you know, I guess now he's got the Panthers yeah. in North Carolina. But 
Like the mm. Cowboys? You know. Nah, I couldn't root for Cam Newton now with all that fruity ass shit he be wearing. I couldn't be rooting. I can't root for Cam Newton. Cam is like a oh, straight gun. I can't do it. His gear is just so telling, young. He, I be like, man, he, I make me feel like he got touched when he was little or something. That's how I be feeling when I oh, see him. Man. Russell Westbrook too. That's how I feel. Look, I'm calling them all out, man. I don't look. If I, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I can't look. I ain't no need to be faking. Like I used to rock with you hard. But if you in here, your your pants tighter than my, my my girls, there's something wrong. Something ain't, yeah, what's going on? You 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 crying out. You need a hug or something. You know what I'm saying? Look, I, I that's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So I can't rock with you heavy like that. So, but uh, outside of that, man, everything good. Let's get to this wrestling stuff real quick. Uh, I think we are seeing the beginning of the end of the WWE. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be a slow. It may, it may be. Ah, that's what I feel. I honestly feel like that. With dog, let me tell you something. Anytime you get a company or cork or or organization or whatever they have all the best talent in the world, and you fuck it up the way they be fucking it up, it don't make no sense, young. Look, that that Neville shit is just the beginning. The problem is, like anything else, a lot of them dudes ain't really, you know what I'm saying, WWE can always hold it over your head. Well, where else can you go to make a good living? Now what we realize in this trap, if you're a really good wrestler and you're really talented, there, there, you have options, and you can make a living for yourself. And once the words start really getting out about that, you're going to start to see it more and more. How you know it's real? Because of how petty they, they are over that whole uh, situation with the uh, with the too sweet and all that shit. I mean, that shit is small. If you look at it realistically, that is nothing. That's something they should just be laughing and shaking their head at. But these bombers really took that shit. They took that takeover shit to heart. They took that shit personally. I'm like, why y'all take that so personal? Y'all the y'all the big dog in in the game. Why y'all worried about small shit like that? But I just come to realize, man, that they know, you know what I'm saying, that at the end of the day, like Cody Rose and all them, they proving them to them dog, like, we you don't need to be in WWE necessarily to be to be a star. You really don't. It helps. But you know what I'm saying, you don't necessarily it can actually hurt you too nowadays because they so goddamn cool. They've been corny for the last three and a half years. They've been corny out of their mind. And now they just, you know what I'm saying, they just, it's just, uh, you know what I'm saying, the joint just showing itself, man. Like, you can just see it. Like, and you can tell wrestlers just disgruntled because they're doing corny-ass shit. And everybody know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it, you can't keep getting away with that same bullshit, man, when people got options, man. That's why people turn in the goddamn channel on. Because it's like, man, what is this dumbass shit? Now, and then, and make, what makes it so bad is lately they've actually been kind of good. But, you know, they've been sorry for so long, like people don't even have patience for them. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. But that's, that's, that's how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but, uh, you know, outside of that, you know how I feel about that New Japan stuff. New Japan rocking. Actually, ROH kind of rocking, too. I, actually, I, I like them a little, a little bit more and more. As time goes on, and the more I start watching them, I like that a little bit more. But the point is, man, people people have an option. And uh, I'm telling you, if New Japan was to ever come over to the United States on a regular basis, they would have a problem. They would have a real problem. And I and that's just the way, I, the way I'm saying it. Sam, so we'll see that's what like happens. Saying, that's like saying if, if the MLS mm-hmm. get their act together, they're going to challenge. No, nah. NFL or Major League Baseball or even hockey or or uh, not 
I wouldn't compare the MLS example. The only reason why I say that because number one, it's not that we're not talking about the same identical sport. I mean, and if you if you try to compare New Japan to MLS to you know compare to the NFL, however you try and say it, I know what you mean by that. I mean, I just don't. I think it's closer than what you may realize. It can be here like, all you don't even once. watch. It can be. It can, okay. It can, that's exactly. That's what I'm saying. Okay. It's easily accessible. If it had its own channel and we knew it came on Fridays at eight, well, you know, if you have access, but it was on a big channel, right, right. No, I don't. It would get its view. It would get, you know, you would watch and maybe Dre would watch. It ain't enough to be to make any kind of like. Well, like the problem WWE, is, Trav, don't have to worry. Like, oh shit, they're gonna, we're gonna be out of business. Yet. This is like Junior said, not, beginning of the no. conversation. This is the beginning of the end. Like, no, man, well, I, I, it's gonna be a slow, it's gonna be a slow grind, man. I don't think it's gonna be right away. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not, I'm realistic about all this stuff. It's not gonna happen right away. I the problem tell. is when you, when you start losing that time, because right now that's what make it work. You can put the network, you can have them on eight times a week, all this other bullshit, all this goddamn dumbass shows, all that stuff. At the end of the day, when you don't have talent. When the talent start rolling out on their own, willingly, you know what I'm saying? Like that's I'm telling you, you think it's, it's you're going to get replaced by one of the thousands with, of other people that are cl- chomping and clawing to get man, themselves into that spot. Let fight. me tell you something. These these people that they're producing themselves, these wrestlers that they're creating themselves that haven't been out on the indies, that haven't done all that other shit, man, it shows. You can tell when, when those guys are really WWE-made product. You can tell. Like, it, it it stands out, and I don't mean in a positive way. You know what I'm saying? Like, real life. Like, it, it does. And that's, like I said, again, you don't got to agree with me, but I just sit back and watch, man. I've been watching for a while. That's why, like, I wait before I even call, just because I know I'm going to say these things. you like, uh, Junior, you're crazy. But I'm not crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you starting to see it happen, man. And when you see these bummer-ass motherfuckers they making and that, that can only wrestle a WWE style, like, it shows. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... But anyway, you know what I'm saying? I don't wish it to happen because, you know, they the big dog, so why shouldn't you, you know, be on top? But you see them grasping for straws already getting desperate. Trav, they done bought the shield back out of nowhere. All this shit, man, they, they desperate. They're already desperate. Now, and they're just making shit up. Like, this whole, that's a virus or shit. This shit going to be some garbage. It's going to be some trash. We, How many times have we seen this? The whole invasion thing and all that. This, this shit ain't nothing new. It's old. You know what I'm saying? And if you've been watching long enough, you just know what it is. You know, you, you know what the fuck is damn near. You can damn near predict what's going to happen. They'll, might, they'll throw you a couple curveballs, but they ain't really ain't got it in them to be original like that no more. I, I'm seeing that. They really either either they don't have it in them or just whoever's in charge doesn't don't like new ideas. You know what I'm saying? They feel more comfortable with the same old shit we've been giving them. We just we'll just spread it out and give it to them in a kind of different format, but it's the same shit. Like you know what I mean? But on a positive note, let's talk about with the positives. Yo, I like Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss, Joe. I like. I'm. I'm a fan, and I'm not saying she's the best wrestler and all that shit. That's not what I'm saying. I like the character. Man. You know what I'm saying? They can do a lot with that. I'm a fan of Alexa Bliss. I will be perfectly honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Um, who else I rock with? Has I mean, she's 
WWE trains. You know, what Sammy about when she starts wrestling Zane. on the show? Well, it does show. You know what I'm saying? Thank God they're putting her in there with people that that uh you know that they can they can hold her down. You know what I'm saying? It does show. But like I said, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna give credit due where credit's due. Sammy Zayn is my dude right now. Tell me y'all be cracking up when that Bama come out to his music now. That is the funniest shit. Yo, he's the best. <laughs> no, he, his intro, yeah, really his whole uh, I'm not a heel, you're the heel gimmick. Great last night, start to finish. He's perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Cam. He's over the top with it, like to the point where, like, it's just his facial expressions. And even when he's wrestling Randy, like he's, like, who would have thought? Like, you know how that we have this conversation about should Roman Reigns be healed because all of his tendencies are healed? Like we talk about that a lot. Right. But Sami Zayn Mm -hmm. doesn't have, didn't have healed tendencies until he turned up the volume on his face tendency. And he, he's great. He's probably character-wise, yeah. he's the best thing they have right now. He's amazing. I, I agree with you 100%, man. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. Hey, adding Kevin Owen to the mix is just a bonus, bonus for me, pure bonus. Because they play off of mm. each other so well. Well, it doesn't work you without Kevin Owens. I mean, you can you can make another story where he turns heel. and But, but Kevin is the catalyst of the former best mm, friends turn enemies turn scumbag best friends again is great. That's true. And do you, do you not see him being the catalyst for Kevin Owens' baby face turn? Yeah, I can see that happening down the stretch. I'm thinking about uh, it like I'm playing it out in my head. That would be something, man. That would be wild. I, I totally see that. It would be maybe that. a year I, from now, but... Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, long term. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen right. It shouldn't happen right away. They should really should take their time with it. But they, but they keep, they drop little baby hints. You know what I'm saying? Like it's little stuff they do. Like, oh nah, man, this it's not the uh, Kevin and Kevin and uh, so it's not Kevin and Sammy. It's Sammy and Kevin. You know what I'm saying? Like little yeah. stuff. You know, I'm like, yeah, I can see Sammy Zane turn around and just. Making it all, I don't know. He's smiling and shaking his head and beat the shit out of Kevin Owens. Out of nowhere. Yeah. I can just see that shit happening. That, and that's a great I thing. I talked but, last week or um, two weeks mm-hmm. ago that they're the, uh, that they're the goofy gophers from from Looney Tunes. They're just the two that's gophers that are just super polite. <laughs> like, after you. No, 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 no. After you. No, I must insist. <laughs> yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I was like, what the hell? Okay, yeah, I got it. When he said no, when Sammy said to Kevin, I was like, oh, shit. So Sammy's just going to be defer to Owens all the time. And then Owens came right back like, nope, nope. It's a Sammy and Kevin show. Like, oh, they are going to stay with the – because I thought maybe Sammy will take a subservient role, like an overt subservient role. But they're not – yeah, they're not going to go there. I'm glad. That's cool. I, I yeah, I'm I'm a fan of it. And that, Kevin Owens is so obnoxious with it. He's like, Sammy Zane. <laughs> he just come out saying it all hard. It's emotional. I love that shit, dog. Yeah, they're doing a great job. Um, what else I rock with in WWE? Roman Reigns. Are you watching? Oh man, this is yeah. What I'm listening. Roman Reigns. It's weird. No clash. Are you watching like, NXT? Like, you talked about. Oh, I love NXT. Yeah, I like I like NXT. I like NXT. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. Um. Alistair, what's his name? Alistair Black. He's pretty awesome. Yeah. But he's he's mm-hmm. one of those guys, like, I don't want to see him lose for, like, three years. Like, straight up. I don't want to see him lose, like, a meaningful match for, like, three years. 
Straight up. And I let want me, let me, I want let me, to let me take build a, that cat. Let me, let me take I'm a listening. wild guess. Uh, Patrick Clark is more examples of them feminizing the black man. You think so? Is, uh, is, is, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it obvious? Isn't it obvious, Trav? Like you know, what I'm saying, do I need to go there? You know, what I'm saying, like gold dust wasn't feminizing I, like, the white I, man, though, was it? Like, was that the was that who? the man's intent back then to make gold dust feminize well, well, the white well, man? The man? Well, man, are you really? Do you really want me to go there on this thing today, I Trav? Do. I'm trying to be political. I, I I'm trying to be, man. I mean, okay, why well, I don't you know. give a damn. Man, that's that's man, that's like half when I that goddamn like, culture look, 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 anyway. Okay. I mean, okay, okay. This you really want me to go there? You want me to tell the truth? You want me well, to tell the truth with well, it? Yeah, what you, I really think? Let me give you put some context on why why I'm asking. Because when this comes okay. up, when you when you see like when I'm like on Facebook and you know and and so I have this friend who loves mm-hmm. P Funk, right? Everything about yeah. that. She's my age, our age, thirty-seven. Yeah. Loves okay. P Funk. Loves that whole genre, and she'll talk about mm-hmm. look at these rap guys and these, you know, with the look he carrying a purse. And I was like, I know right. Bootsy Collins in his bedazzled onesie and platform shoes is rolling in his grave, looking at you know. And so, and then, but I always ask, what the about the, the whole androgyn and No, I don't know. I'm just being a scumbag. Maybe. Yeah, okay, I got. Take that back. But okay. the whole androgynous. Uh, 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 hair metal stuff, the whole androgynous pop scene from the late 70s and early to mid 80s, like Poison yeah. and Rat and Prince and all those guys, like, mm-hmm. were they trying to feminize the white man? Were they trying to feminize an entire generation? Or were they saying, the white man. Nope, well, here's, a whole, add, here's something that pisses off his crude and parents, draft. and we're going to put on eye makeup. And okay. Well, if you, fuck, well, his, historically, his historically, Trav, the nation of Edom has always been effeminate. So that's part of their culture. If you go back to Greek times and Roman times, when nobody gayer than them motherfuckers, that's that's what it is. That's how they go. That's part of their culture. The whole Olympic thing is nothing but a man. Don't get me, boy. I'm trying to be nice. You know what I'm hey, saying? Like, got- look. Come on, man! It is it's the truth, dog. You know what I'm saying? That's their culture, man. That's 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 the shit they like. So yeah, they wouldn't have no problem putting no black man, no black gay man on super super duper front street. And they about to give him the gold dust push, dog. Because the difference is, man, he can actually go, and he's very athletic. You know what I'm saying? And Youngin is really into that character so much so that, ooh, I'm feeling like that's like feeling damn near legit. No, I don't. I mean. What? I feel uncomfortable for oh our youth. I feel that y'all. type of way. But I mean, but I like. But, I, me. but as far as his, him actually executing the character, him actually being yeah. into it and making it interesting, he's very good. I'm not fighting on him. Look, I mean, look, he, if you good, if you good at what you're trying to do, yeah, you legit. But that don't mean I gotta support it because because you're good at what you do. And uh, I'll acknowledge the, the talent. I'll acknowledge it. But I wish he wasn't doing that. Put it this way: Why we can't see? Why we can't see the go hard black man? Why we got? It's either we got either we partying too hard, or we a goddamn fruitcake, or we running behind everybody trying to be their friend and loving and hugging them up and all this stuff. So why we can't be the go hard brother, the one that that why, don't why, roll like that? Why can't we why have they, that? Why they why are they lame? Because they you know you know you, but you know what I see, so I see that character. 
But I see that character. I see that character every time I watch the I don't see show. nobody see like Patrick character. Clark on TV anywhere. Hey, Junior, that's what I was going to say. Um, well, no, that's not what he's saying. No. Uh, no, exactly. But no, Junior, I agree. You. The Usos, uh, the, the, the yeah. Usos, uh, that's and the brought up when they first came out. Um, you know, the whole thing about, you know, taking your scholarship money they're out there in the sweater vest and the button down. Yeah, like, that shit is dead. Really, I love the Uso penitentiary. Yeah, but they've, yeah. Yeah, they, they've kind of brought that gimmick back around, but it's them, you know, they, they got streetwear. They wrestling, they wrestling forces and, and you know, the, the cargos and the joggers and just their, uh, you know, they got hoodies, they got hats. Like, it's mm-hmm. more natural. And I tell you what, one thing that I do appreciate about them you know, talking about the character that you want to see, they have a reverence for Shelton Benjamin that kind of is yes. under the radar. Like, they do yes, appreciate him as, so. like, that pioneer, yes. like, the way they talk about him, even the way they say his name. So, yeah, like, I, I wish Apollo didn't have to smile. You know, I wish, yeah. um, as much as I like Titus O'Neil, like, I wish... They let Titus be more of who he is outside of WWE. But, I, but I think he is. Titus O'Neil is, is the most a genuine character on that roster. Yeah. Like the whole Titus yeah. play too and much I, kind I of gimmick is yeah. that's who he is. He's doing number playing himself. I agree. No, he's playing himself all the way live. They're letting him be him. And what I see is like, oh, boy. <laughs> Ever since he ever since he grabbed his man, man forty five years old and got man. no no future in the ring of being anybody's main eventer and is getting a check. <laughs> look, look, let me tell you something. That's their number one ad guy. Now, anytime they want to sell something, who who first do they put on it with the deep voice? Right, man, that's him. He just like oh, is, uh, you might as well be all state motherfucker. You in good hands? It's the same <laughs> shit. Right, it's the and WWE also, version of that. Check for, Years, Dennis, Dennis Haysbert. He the WWE Dennis. Is that the name Haysbert? That how you pronounce it? That's a WWE Dennis version. Haysburg, yeah, yeah, that's the same uh, shit. Just a just a country ass Florida version of it. Uh huh. Man, look, I'm just telling I'm you, telling it like it is, trash. What are you confused about? What you lost? Did I lose you? Yeah, I, I'm like, <laughs> is that a bad thing? Like to be like that guy? Like. Like, uh, is that a I mean, girl, I don't know, like, man. Like I said, man. more off of Allstate commercials than NCIS or whatever show. I didn't. I don't have nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with Dennis Haysford. Dennis Haysford, I don't feel like he's selling himself up. But I feel like Who is Beckett? You know what I'm saying? But uh, you know, hey, it is what it is, man. Like I said, I just wish I could see somebody that I recognize. You know what I'm saying? That, that I that I feel like it's not an act. Like even in NXT with the with the uh with the with the brothers that come out with the with the drink in their hand and all that. I mean street profit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean I could yeah, okay. I I could see it. But then even still, even when I'm looking Listen, at it, I don't I don't want you in no, I don't ever do like a focus group. 'Cause I, <laughs> I don't want I don't want them hearing <laughs> like this lane is so like they can't you can't be nothing. Agreed. They got to do something with him, I, and I'm glad. I'm glad the, the man getting trying to make the most of his opportunity. Yeah, it's working. But I just, like I said, I just, I just be wanting, wanting more. You know what I'm saying? Because they're giving oh, up you everything. Want one I specific see specific thing. It sounds like. No, I want more. I wanted to be. I wanted to be more broad. 
You know what I'm saying? It's like it's either it's it's only like one way. Even with the okay, put it this way, it took like me three a, different ways. It took me a hell in a sale. It took me a hell in a sale match to see a different side of of New Day that I've been waiting to yeah. see. It took uh, me yeah, that you got match. To see that, you know what I'm saying? But then I turn around the week, sure. two weeks after, this nigga Big E put well, a booty on and got that they had with the Wyatt. Yeah. But then again, the next week they went, they were back to, you know, eating lollipops and yeah. shit. No. That's that's a, not no but that's yeah. a. Yeah. I mean, that's all I'm saying, man. You just want to see some consistency with it. That's all. And I, I know you can't tell me them brothers don't be sitting around talking to each other like, man, if only we could, but we can't. You know what I'm saying? But y'all can't know. We'll let you do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, well, I guess the Uso, y'all got it. Like I said, the Uso's is about as close as I can think of. And I'm not saying you got to be a straight thug. Why not be the, the black intellectual that will kick your ass as a technical wrestler? Why we can't get that? Cedric Alexander is a yeah. hell of a talent. You know what I'm saying? But I want to see him more to come out. He's something. nothing. He doesn't even have, do we have like a character? I, what is a Cedric Alexander? Yeah, he's <laughs> just better than Cedric. I just told you. Flipping Cedric. Just, yeah. Like, he... He's just a guy and, that, and I'm a big know, fan film. of his work. You know what I'm saying? He just need an opportunity, dog. Like, just like now, like, your man going to sign with him. It's going to be the same shit, and I love him. Uh, the dude from New Japan is about to come to come with them as soon as he gets a chance. Um, uh, Rick Ricochet. Same shit. Yeah. Rick, Ricochet is awesome, and it's going to be the same right. bullshit. I hope they don't put him on 205 Live because, God, that's going to be his death. Right? Yeah. Here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're going to be getting it. Not end up on 205 Man, that's, 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 death. that's the death of Ricochet. And half the time, I think they be signing these people just to keep them from all the way to somewhere else. They don't even want to do nothing with them. That would be my biggest yeah. issue with them. They'll, they'll sign them, and then you know they're not going to do shit with them. He's going to group them in with a whole bunch of other goofy-ass motherfuckers that don't have no Yeah, but this goes back 30, 40 years. You know, this goes back to, well, you know, the... the Signing people from the AWA and sitting and then putting them on ice just so they wouldn't be there for the big AWA, you know, Thanksgiving show or, or whatever we're talking about. You know, yeah, I, mean, I know. Not that it makes it better because it's a tradition of scumbaggery, but, <laughs> you know, there is, you know, yeah, they've been doing that for decades now. That's true. So which I think about, but you go, but back then it was like higher stakes. You know, AWA true. was more their equal. You look at ROH now, it's like, oh come on, why they got to be doing that to to the underdog, and why they got to treat the the young bucks and these this this underdog group, you know, like you know, let me tell you something, desist and all that kind of stuff. It's I, like I pray the young bucks like, never sign with WWE. I pray the young bucks never sign with WWE. I hope they never sign with. Okay. I hope they. I hope they all. I. I just. It works out for they them. Don't need them. They make. They don't need because it won't work out for them, Travis. They sign with them. They got to give up shit to sign with. And they got the way they got stuff. And if they make for a them, whole bunch of money in the process, as like, you know, forty year old. You know, I'm not saying now. They're gonna job them ever, out and make ever them look stupid. Time. They're going. They're going to job them out and make them look. Pay me, pay me. If they're getting paid and more money than they. That don't and mean I'm not saying nothing, they don't, man. They're one of the. They're one of the top, you know. But if they negotiate a $3 million a year contract to go in there and fucking lose, then good on them. Good on their family. Sometimes, I mean, like I said, they making money now. Their family ain't struggling at all right now. They doing very well for themselves. Right now. I just, like I said, I... Where they going to be in five Yeah, years? well, why wouldn't they? It's, if they keep doing what they're doing and they keep growing with what they're doing, why wouldn't they be all right in five years? 
Why not? And plus, it's not and like five years, you can, and if they can, in, in five years them. cash in on all that growth, and then you know, boom, let's uh, let's hit, let's do because you know we ain't getting no younger. That kind of that kind of uh, sentiment. Well, if they if I, they choose something like that, I don't know, man. Up. But I'm just saying, put it this way: unless WWE is willing to change the way they do business in general and the way their outlook on yeah, things, like you know, what I'm saying, well, then that's what I'm saying. Stay your ass right where y'all at, doing what y'all do. I'm enjoying it more. You know what I'm saying? Like straight <laughs> you up. You enjoy them. You can't be like, hey, let me let me. <laughs> in five years, I'm just Stay saying in the long run, run, if 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 it's to their benefit. First of all, they not getting no damn three million dollars. They not getting no. They not okay. getting no three million dollar deal. You know that's not happening. That's what I'm saying. That's the other thing. They don't even hardly want to pay nobody. When I heard about what happened with Neverwin and they took them off the DVD, I didn't know. I thought once you, they signed to a deal and you wrestle a match. Whether they show your ass or not, you're going to get the money for it. I didn't know that they do crooked shit like that. If you ain't on the DVD, shit. you ain't getting paid. Like, for. hey, you ain't technically on the DVD, so hey, I oh, give you the royalty. hell no, my nigga. I know. If I was never, I'd have walked out on them niggas too. Fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he did yeah. the right motherfucking thing, dog. He, and he going to be better off for it, too. And they know it. And they that's know cool. it. And that's the whole... I mean, look, no, I, I, back I to that so. point. Yeah, back mm-hmm. to that point. Like, you can't have this... This idea that you were talking earlier, and um, we'll move on after we flush this out, uh, but about, you know, people are going to start, it's going to be an exodus, and, you know, like it, not really, because there ain't no room for all those guys, for, for more than a trickle of WWE, like your Cody's and your, you know, people like that. If if all mm-hmm. of a sudden 25% of the Raw roster, uh, or WWE, all their rosters, all three of their main rosters, you know, up and quit. That would be, yeah, a boon to the indies, but all those people, they they can't afford, they're not going to all make that kind of living and all that kind of stuff. Like, it can work for a few and spread Mm -hmm. out over, like, time, but you can't unless a WCW was created. Man, it got to be a collective, man. But the but the whole thing is, man, I, I love to see those guys wanting to be – because you can tell when they're happy and they want to be doing what they're doing, money or not. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if you work for WWE for about two, three years, you're going to have a little bank. You're going to have a little little coin in your pocket if you, if you uh, take care of your bread. You're going to have some money. You know what I'm saying? So my my thing is, man, like like I said, I just this is my opinion. You just gonna and we'll just have to watch and see how many more people start rolling out when their deals are up. I honestly think like Dolph Ziggler gonna roll out when his deal is up. I don't know he if better. he'll survive. I, mean, to, I think yeah, he he just he ought. He says about the crash. Like if the crash is important to him, then maybe he leaves. But he might have a contract for life, man. Like that's their. You never know. They're real OG homegrown talent. So. If he's about getting paid, you know, they're putting him in commercials and whatnot, then more power to him. But if he ever wants to get better at wrestling, he's going to have to leave. Because he's not going to get any better being in WWE. Mm-hmm. That's true. Man, fellas, I ain't going to hold y'all up too much longer, man. Thank you so much for your time. I'm going to try to call in as, as frequent as I can, man. I love you, brother, so much, man. I'm so proud of y'all both, man. Keep doing what the fuck you're doing. Trav, get the fuck too late, goddammit. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, man... Cam in Texas too. You got the warning for him. I know, but the Cam, but Cam, but I don't got. I don't feel like I got to warn Cam. Cam, I feel like Cam <laughs> know when it's time to dip. I don't think you gonna have to tell Cam. I think you gonna call Cam one day. Cam, where you at? Uh, 
I don't I don't feel like you're gonna have to tell Cam to get the fuck out. You, my friend, get out. That's all I'm saying, man. I love y'all so much, man. Y'all do the damn thing, man. Holla Charles soon. I appreciate you, man. It's always an experience with Junior. Yeah, Je- yeah, uh, Rich. Junior said is really saying Dustin Rhodes can't go because Velveteen he can actually go and he's an athlete. Like, wait, we're talking about Gold Dust in '96? Like, that was <laughs> Gold Dust in 2017? Ain't hey, half bad. <laughs> can outwork yeah. you know a good portion of that roster. Like, what? <laughs> Dusty Rose, uh, gold dust better than the damn WWE champion. Like, come on. <laughs> ah, man, that's like I said, always yeah. an experience. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't um, let him go, man. I just want to be a part of that conversation, man. H- happy to listen. Yeah. <laughs> I still never get. Well, I guess we got a half-ass that state culture kind of answer, but that that doesn't. Fly with me. I don't. Uh, but that's a whole. I got read the ISIS papers too. You know, Doctor Welsing is you know personal wow, hero of mine. That's sweet. You know. Oh wow. Uh oh. What am I missing? Okay, Bianca still left. Candice, whatever's there. Billy Kay and. Awesome. Good good mix of uh oh oh and Mercedes is there. Mercedes Martinez, yeah. Good, some pretty good cool eliminations. So Bianca Belair's yeah. abs are ridiculous. If she's ridiculous, she had some eyes, she just threw some eye over the top rope earlier, eliminated like one or two women, like rapid fire. She's a goddamn stallion. Um, all right, let's see who else we got on the line here. Um, you know what? 219, I see you, but I want to I want to get to Rich real quick. Uh Rich, any um any uh response or anything in particular want that uh Junior brought well, up that maybe know. you want to respond to or yeah. The biggest <laughs> thing is the article I sent you guys. Because when he said that's the quote-unquote culture, I wanted to make sure that got clear right quick. Because that is written by a gay Nigerian man and talking about yeah, the history I mean, of... The idea that... First of, all, first of all, I want to... Gayness sprung up the in three man Europe of this, and all of a sudden in the, you know, yeah, 5,000 years ago, whatever. As the third member... <sighs> I'm gonna t- I'll take the heat for it because Junior can be n- nice with y'all. If he gotta be mad at me, he gotta be mad at me. Uh, <laughs> you can't be looking at being gay as being a pejorative. You can't be looking at being gay as part of a quote unquote curse of being European. That is something that's part of all of our lives and it's equal and it's like that's actual. That's like real like pseudoscience. That's like with right. the fucking European Jews with the skull measuring, you know, in like the 1820s. Like, well, the Negro skull, and that's why they're not human and don't feel pain, and you can subject them to all kinds. Like, that's like basically the same level. Yeah. Like, 
That's the only thing I would ask because, like, a lot of people in the history of, like, you know, in the black community, one of the biggest things we do as people sometimes is exclude the LGBT culture because it seems other. But I was listen. I'm being nice. But my my counter to that is you should know, especially in the times we live in, a front against one is an affront against all. And if you don't understand that now, you I mean, at this point, that that is not any clearer. It isn't just that no, people are going like, to be like, well, the, the same issue that I have with, with with the young woman I was the woman I was talking about earlier, with the you know how she always again, how do you love fucking P Funk and George Clinton and then be mad at a rapper wearing a tote bag or a, yeah, I got, or mad at Cam Hawkins uh, Cam Hawkins Cam Newton for wearing a dumbass <laughs> dumbass cowboy hat or whatever. Look, you know, he got his uh, Frederica Wilson uh, cowboy hats going and shit. Like, I, 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 I just, I don't understand that thinking. Like, let me spend literally eighty-five percent of my time talking about how my culture, how my heritage, how my people have been ridiculed, marginalized, uh, appropriated, all these things, and then let me spend the other fifteen percent doing those same things to this. Oppressed no. part part of the of the fucking populace. It's I do not see how you don't see that that absolute contradiction and uh, hypocrisy in like certain arguments. Like what? what? Weren't you just yesterday talking fist up black power and we got to overcome and the white man and then fuck them fags kind of like I, 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 oh, that's it, that's yeah. and, and that's the thing where like um, I think. I know Cam follows Deepom, and one of the guys that uh, Deepom is cool with, uh, Rod, he does the Black Guy Who Tips podcast, and he always brings up on his podcast that straight black men are the white men of the black community, and people lose their mind whenever he says that. And then he's like, okay, so you're going to always eliminate any black woman's voice. You're going to eliminate any person who is seen in the LGBTQ community's voice, and then you're going to say you're always being affronted against. Like, how is that different? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. you know, I mean, we knew we knew and, it was being gay, and we're cool with it. Whatever. I mean, my man, I mean, I, Junior, I mean, I thought he was, but I, that was the one. Like, the wrestling points, is a, I mean, that's typical wrestling. Like, hey, that's all That's right, like yeah. barbershop, you argue. But that that other one, I was like, "Come on now, come on now," because even you know, even even when I got a chat with Boris, sometimes we got you know, he does the same thing. He's like, "I can't be talking about that right now. I know you're gonna get at me." Uh, and uh, comic wise, we got Deadpool, we got Captain Marvel, and uh, let's see, Deadpool, Captain Marvel. And I think that'd be it for tonight because we're really going to be talking about uh, hashtag under siege. Yeah, under (laughs) siege. Seriously, that book of dust is under siege. Holy crap! Uh, That's what I was thinking about all while Junior was talking. It's like, oh, I'm waiting for the dude, the Order Alexander, to show up. Like, yeah, Travis, what do you think about Velveteen Dream? Let me write this down in the notebook real quick. No, Rich. Oh, okay. I got football, I man. That was I, a little I I got, oh, I'll like, be done by a show by Wednesday. All right, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, I try to challenge myself. Let me see. I tell you I where didn't I'm say at. Say right that. Now. I didn't want to discourage you. I just thought in my head, like, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so see, Cam, this dude <laughs> sent me a text. I didn't do oh, anything I for two all days. Day, but... Saturday and Sunday, I get to listen to this yeah. book. I'll read it all. I'm reading it so much, I'm reading it a second time. I'm laughing, you fool. Yeah, I laughed him. I'm like, I'm sorry, I got a kid and three other jobs. That's no excuse. Having a life and me not having one, that that, that don't, hey. <laughs> Circumstances. See? John yeah, I got seven hours. I did it, so why can't left. you? So. I'm up to, see, I can't go by the chapters they give because it's like. Yeah, that's. I was like, chapter 33? Hell yeah, he almost done. And then you started talking about some shit. Uh, Wait a second. <laughs> I'm on chapter 63 of the audio book. I don't know what real the chapter audible. that is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ooh, they're showing the ladies in the ring. Uh-oh. Iconic. <laughs> yeah, she does have a forehead, doesn't she? <laughs> Darrell said it's... It's weird now, but it was years ago. Our fathers used to have that on and be the flyers at the club. Right? Tight-ass shirt, right. taco meat all showing, <laughs> tight bell bottoms. All like, man, they was pulling right. mad like trim. Show episode. The bulge and shit. You know? Like, come on. <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. hyper Yeah, it's like shit, you're talking man. about, like, man, they were talking about, a, they were talking about Nikki Freeze, the hot-looking dude. That's a Nikki Freeze, a dude. Mm-mm-mm. What? So, we, all right, how many times? We'll, we'll, we'll talk oh, in, in, in VIP. Um, all right, man. I just wanted to, yeah, get. Oh, Cam. Uh, yeah, right, before I leave, you got Yeah, I, I want to give Cam congratulations on the first of many with Wade on the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling Podcast. Well, so, well thank you, sir. It, it's it, just it not get past three well. anytime some, soon. Some really good feedback, you know. Well, well, I had to get to one first, Travis, and uh, yeah, we know who to thank for that. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, I got to say it went well. People seem to be fans of it, so hopefully that means more down the road. So, yeah. And, Travis, you know, I got to keep five alive so, until <sighs> later tonight. Damn it. Peace with five fingers. Get out of here. All right, let's um, 219. There we are. Oh, wait. Is that Brian? Six three zero. Now I gotta go to two one nine. I promised. Uh, two one nine. What up? Who might this be? Hello. Yeah. Who's this? Where are you from? Hey. <laughs> hey, Tyler. I didn't even know I was supposed to wonder. Did you just, did you just uh, put me on? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You didn't want to be on? I'll hang up. Well, I mean, I can be, but uh, but but I wouldn't. I didn't put one. Well, you did, because looking at it. <laughs> but who is this? Who am I talking to? Who are we talking to? Oh, uh, this is uh, it's Joe from, uh, from Twitter. Joe. Joe from where? Twitter. From Twitter. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you just went out a little bit. I got you. I, I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Joe from Twitter. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, I really said I wanted to talk about. I didn't know I pushed one. That was oh. gonna be <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, we could. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, not put you on the spot. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's hope six three zero wants to actually it. talk to us. It got something to say. Six three zero. Who's this? What up? What's going on, Trey? This is Dwight from Chicago. How you doing, man? 
What's happening, man? Long time. You know, everybody calling me today. Uh, I know. It's, it's been a while. I have been a parent, you know. <laughs> oh, another one. Oh, I got kids. I got a job. My wife. I gotta, exactly. I got a three-year-old and one on the way, so. Um, so real quick, I called in last week. I didn't have time to stay on. I went to this Ring of Honor show that was out by me um, yeah. in the Burbs here, and it was a decent show. My only issue, as usual, is the fans, because I know how both of us are alike with the whole, you know, fans just take it way too seriously. It was a dude and his girl, or yeah, a guy and a friend, <laughs> behind me saying, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ask for my money back," because. You know, this Kenny Omega match wasn't long enough. I kid you Come not. Come on. Come on. <laughs> just like, wait, really? Like, you just got... Was it long enough? Yep. Ah. Yep. You know, he's, you know, their matches are usually ex-time and this, that, and that. It's just like, really? <laughs> That's gross. Yep. But um, I was listening to the other guy talking about the Velveteen Dream. I'm on the fence. I like the idea of the character, but I, I think he's a little too into it. No. <laughs> Not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he into attacking Alistair back, Black from the back, pause. Wow. Uh, no, and I think the thing is, like, Say his name. Done, you know, a few different gimmicks. Like, he's, yeah, he, he's really into it, and, oh, and there he is. And he just popped up. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. he, oh, like, that's what I was talking about, yeah. Great. Next one from behind. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, he wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> he's legit wearing cowboy boots. Oh, that's amazing. He's he's basically. See now, uh, I gotta I gotta pop on the next day. I'm not watching. Say his name, Al. Hey, slap the shit out of him. Oh, sorry, I don't want to spoil you, Ken. There. That's amazing. I might not be there. He's, uh, I mean, that's all I got. I just wanted to let you guys know the show was the um, the um, Ring of Honor show was really good. It was entertaining, you know. Um, was the Omega Match the main event that he was complaining yeah, about? Yeah, Omega Match was the main event. Yeah, hmm. you know, and they had started the tickets at seven. They started about six six forty five, you know. So I left right as the bell rang for the Kenny Omega match, and it's just like, man, like. Yeah, right after the match, but yeah, it was, it was a decent show. It was about four hours. The typical Ring of Honor match uh, event yeah. show, but you know, it was decent. You know, I felt like I got my money's worth out of it. Even with a short Kenny Omega match? I mean, right, even with a short 20 some odd minute Kenny Omega match. Right. Uh, you know, <laughs> short 20 minute match. You know. <laughs> But yeah, that's my literally one of the main reasons I rarely go to Ring of Honor shows because, oh, oh, <laughs> and it's typically like the Internet Warrior with the the acne all over the face, and you know, it's just like, dude, just, just get get in there and do it yourself, then if you can do it better. <laughs> right, right. Every wrestling stereotype in one in one Bullet Club T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, well, man, you know, I got you know. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I was in there. That's fine. So, all right, hey, I'm glad you called in, touch base. Yeah, don't be a stranger. Well, we appreciate Try not it, to be, you know. 
All right, guys. Have a good night. Talk to you. Okay. All right. And since uh, I kind of felt bad last week after uh, <laughs> only giving 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 Boris, uh, <laughs> you know, get, letting him say hello. Yeah, one quick question. Hello. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so let's. Uh, I think this is him. Uh, Boris, is that you? What up? Yeah, it's me, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you're gonna come on with that attitude, no, no, no. What's uh, <laughs> what's going on, man? How, how, how are things? What's, what's on your mind? I love the show, though. You, you treat me wrong, man. <laughs> I do. I mean, I, I admit it. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I survive all the way to the end. Don't fall asleep or nothing like I used to do on way. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You did. You fall asleep on the show, boy. Boy, be out of there snoring on the phone. You know, I, I, I don't, you know, I'd be tired on Mondays. You know, Wednesday is, you know, over the hump day. So I made a stay up through your whole show. And, and I still don't get it. I was like, damn. But it's, it's your show being pain either way. You know what I mean? I just, and, you know, I don't know. I'm like, damn. What did I do wrong? I mean, I understand sometimes, you know, you, you know what I'm saying, you might want to, you know, you know, put me in timeout, uh, uh, one timeout or something where I can't go on the show. But, God damn, I'm like, what the fuck? I ain't know, you know. But it's, it's, it's the show's still entertaining. All right, well, you on there. Make, make, make the most of it. <sighs> Ron Strowman. I mean, I, I enjoy this guy. And it just felt like, you know, they they build him up and shut him down and build him up and shut him down. It's like, you know, why can't he just just blow through some, you know, I mean, literally, you know, become champion. You know, it just feel like we, we stuck in this little circle with the certain people that they want at the top. And then when uh, this virus thing hit, look at the match we got, a, a zero bill match, you know what I'm saying? And you just put Kirk Angle in the match. You know, it takes people getting sick for you to actually give us a decent match outside of what you what they want to project us at this point in time. You know what I'm saying? And then it's kind of mixed bag with AJ. You know, give him a slight push. Mixed bag. And then get back up on Huh? For me. You want everybody to be opinion. just at, at the very tippy, tippy top. I mean, please. I mean, Braun's not built to be a champion. Just historically, I, acts like Braun Strowman don't get built around. They're guys that come in and out and get built. And Braun hasn't even taken, you know, like pinfalls. He gets taken out with in spectacular fashion, you know, memorable fashion. You know, getting crunched in a garbage truck and <laughs> flipped over and or crashed in the in the ambulance. That kind of stuff. I mean, Braun Strowman's a hole in it. In it. They said it should show the hole in the side of the uh, garbage truck showing him getting out. Like, oh man! But well, that's, I mean, they, I mean, they that's do. not possible. I think mean, I don't care how big and strong you are. Like, like I'd wonder. My first thought would be, what a piece of garbage garbage truck! <laughs> like somebody throw that. Th- well, it will be now. They got a big hole in it. But that should have never been survived inspection. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but my 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 mind goes to the logical thing of 
how'd that thing get passed any kind of a uh, safety test? <laughs> Imagine if I was driving behind uh, that, that thing. <laughs> those kind of those. So Zelina Vega got to be three foot six. She. she <laughs> uh, so, uh, oh, let me ask you this: How you, how you guys like the, you know, people been saying they wanted Asuka to, you know, pretty much dominate Emma, but the two matches they showed, I was like, even the second match, I was like, God damn, they still getting this girl to play. I mean, I can agree. We, she should just boot through Emma because Emma, they haven't really did much with her since she's been back, and then they give. Emma, uh, you know, a seven minute, seven eight minute match with this, this you know, with Oscar. What you guys, you know, how you guys feel about that? Uh, she's fine. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't mind at all that she had two matches with her, and you know, they both, you know, twenty minutes total. That's fine. Emma's not somebody that should be walked through. I think she showed enough <laughs> in both matches. To make Oscar look good, I mean, that's kind of the other half of it. You want Oscar to look good. You want to show that Oscar can, mm-hmm. you know, is a is a complete act, not just somebody. You know, she's not Goldberg. Her character was never Goldberg, and like un, unless it was like, um, was it uh, Willis? I think said earlier, like unless it was like maybe it was Willis. Unless it was Mandy Rose or Liv Morgan. She didn't walk through people. She had competitive matches with them. And so this idea that she should just beat Emma in two minutes, like, it's not her character. It's not her gimmick. Her gimmick isn't just buzzsaw. She, or she is, but she's not like a like bulldozer, like immediate. Yeah. I don't understand why people were so feeling some kind of way about about the fact well, that the match went I guess, uh, well, my, nine minutes. I saw I saw Nia destroying them, so you know how can I not help? But when Nia Jax destroyed, Nia Jax isn't isn't. There was a two different people. Nia Jax is in the middle. Was in the middle of a monster push. Yeah, what I'd say, um, you know, when you look at uh, the totality of Oscar's time in NXT, you know, sometimes on the regular weekly shows she'd run through people, but typically like her calling card on the pay per view matches was that she puts on these hard-hitting, fast-paced, but pretty lengthy matches. So, you know, Ember Moon was viewed as close to an equal as anybody that fought her. Um, And they wrestled, you know, two really long, drawn-out matches. So, yeah. As far as being like a physical threat. Yeah. I I do understand the desire for somebody new to, uh, to kind of burn through the competition. But, you know, even her last match with Emma was a long, hard-hitting match. So I don't mind it, especially that she got to show a lot of personality in that match, too. Um, and they don't really operate on the level of having jobbers at this point unless, you know, you're like a Nia Jax who is, um, you know, <laughs> physically dominant. But, no, I think this was uh, I think this was on the money for what Austin's going to do. And then, you know, we're going to see the quality of match go up. I don't think she's going to win in more dominant fashion, but, you know, there's going to be Sasha Banks and Bayley's and hopefully Alexa Bliss. So I think they did it the right way, considering the story they built around it. Well, you guys just gave me a good perspective. They're allowing Emma to give a good match like this. It's hopeful, man, that, you know, Asha is going to have competitive matches with, you know, the next opponent, you know, 
if you say if this was a top ten, Emma would be ten, and the next person up is going to be better. So maybe you know maybe we will get competitive matches just because we have Oscar on the, you know, mm-hmm. up right now. Makes sense. Emma I just hope. Perfect I don't know how they resist it. Don't let her wrestle every week. Like I don't know if they can resist it. But don't let her wrestle every week. Like I want her in one-on-one matches every other week, maybe every third week. Like just please avoid. Like you saw what you did with Nakamura. He's not special like he should be at this point, and I think a lot of that's oversaturation. So man, they they gotta gotta do this the right way. So what is the deal with Kane? I mean, is he is his revenge for his brother? I mean, you know, I don't know. I, they fucked that I don't up know. real quick. I I was confused. I actually got me confused. I was thinking, okay, he's getting revenge for his brother, and then all of a sudden, turned on Brock. Well, that's what you assumed. Because he went after Roman Reigns, so it's like, oh, that, right. that's, that's the logical thing. And then he had his big promo, and it was just, oh, fucking can't. Like, you, you're just reminded, like, oh, that's right. He was Bray Wyatt before there was Bray Wyatt. Like, just a long promo of nothing. Just gibberish. The dark side and eviscerate. And just these fucking words and these phrases that ultimately mean garbage. Just nothing. <laughs> not even garbage. Just nothing. Doesn't mean anything. Well, and and I give him some some uh, leeway Monday because he didn't have Roman Reigns to cut the promo on, and it's like, well, why are we gonna? You know, that could have that probably was their plan, but that's you know, he should then he should go away. Like, well, I was here for Roman. I bought this one match that we lost in a five on three. I'm out. Call me when Roman shows up because that's who I want got the beef with. Instead of having him pin a guy that was like getting some goddamn momentum finally again. God, that was awful. So we all right, boys. One more thing. One more. Oh, go um, I, I know I don't know if you guys spoke on it last week. Um, how did you guys like that second Black Panther trailer? We're almost there. Oh yeah, we did talk about it last week, um, uh, or at least maybe Rich did. It was it was great. It was fucking fantastic. Everything about it. Like I, I my thing takeaway was I, when they showed when they dropped the teaser back in May or whatever. I was like, wow, I can't imagine the excitement getting getting any more. And then the trailer comes out, and I was like, oh, they. People are, st- people are still people are excited for this. I am no amount I'm, of time going so, by, and, and like people are hyped for some Black Dan Panther. I think that. Yeah, man, talk to you. Good stuff. Um, Cam dropped off. Hopefully, he'll uh, join us. In the meantime, let's uh, head out west. Bring on our good pal, uh, Brian Austin, 27-year pro wrestling VIP newsletter and a VIP subscriber. What up? What's happening, Brian? Hey, Trav, I appreciate you having me on. And, Cam, if you're listening, uh, I hope you both have a real good night. Trav, I'll make this quick. I just really jumped on, and, again, I appreciate you having me on. So 
as I was listening to what you were just talking about, one of my – I think this might have been like the most negative three or four days in my insider wrestling fandom-ish that I've heard. I mean, just uh, – really? Well, actually, maybe even the last seven, seven to ten days because – Okay, I mentioned this last week. Okay, AJ's getting jobbed out because he lost to Baron Corbin clean, and then he lost to Finn Balor clean. So he's, now suddenly he's a jobber. He's being jobbed out is what some people are saying. Then we say, okay. you know, I think you were just talking about Kane and uh, Finn Balor. Um, Kane, you know, should Kane got a clean pin on, on Finn? You know, I guess you can debate that. But now he's Fuck no, uh, ain't no a loser debate. because – Fuck no. I, I'll debate that. I'll debate it. Ain't you no know, debate. Can, You're can, wrong. Can, That's can, the debate. Okay. <laughs> you sound like our president saying stuff like that. <laughs> That's the debate. You say something, I tell you how wrong you are, and we agree that I'm correct. That's that's debate. That's the whole debate. <laughs> how dare you, Brian, say um, I sound like that scumbag? How dare I, I, you? Oh, static. I'm here, static. I can't hear you. What you saying? Right. <laughs> um, and then the other thing is Asuka. You know, it took her too long to beat Emma two times or two nights in a row. Now she's being jobbed out of her pushes. If, if she's suddenly diminished because it took her so long, so long to beat Emma. So, Trap, with that part, and we've talked about this over the last couple of weeks when we first found out Emma was going to take Asuka. Of course, they should have built Asuka back up. But, like, we were talking about on the East Coast cast, we knew that Emma has – really good skill set. And yeah, they've been doing, you know, they got to keep things in WWE slant. They have to keep things interesting so they give her a, a gimmick of how she tweets so much. And yeah, they should have given her a couple good wins over the last two weeks or so when they first figured out she won that five-way elimination or whatever it was to, uh, mm-hmm. to face off. They should have, you know, they should have hyped her up a little bit more. But yeah, are they, you know, again, squat or not squashing, but are they hamstringing Asuka just because it took her nine minutes or however many minutes it took to beat Emma, it's just, you know, um, I think people, I think certain, because people like to talk absolutes, and I try not to talk absolutes, like, they're squashing her forever, and she can't grow, she can't do anything else again, I don't like talking absolutes, so, so I say this, some people, not everybody, but some people are like, okay, now she can't do anything because she, it took her that long to beat one person, twice, um, the whole, you know, a SmackDown crew coming in, and faces and heels work together for the blue brand and nobody can believe that why would they all work together and this is a plot against the plot for the McMahon to show how powerful they are. It's just again just so much negative about these last couple of days as far as um what some of the commentators are saying about it. About the, the going on on WWE. So I guess that's my rant right there. Yeah, I think it's just them being incompetent with how they book people. It's not like, you know, I don't think it's anything more than, more than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'll um I'll um let you go because I know it's getting pretty late in the show, and I will um I should I should you know I get home and I'm driving home now and I'll get home and something will happen or something will happen next thing you know, I'm half asleep and I, but I will definitely email you. You're rich. Again, Trent, I've always appreciate you. And, you know, we joke around a lot and say things, but, you know, I appreciate always talking to you and, and Cam and Rich. And I hope you have a real good night, joke. and I will send you an email. <laughs> I know you don't. Appreciate that. But, I don't I don't joke. Anything I've ever said about you, I'm pretty sure I meant it. Um, yeah, 
I'll, I'll bust that ass in a, in a, in a grapple, in a, in a judo or whatever you do. I will, I will win. Uh, black belts be damned. <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, I guess Cam ain't calling back. Shit, motherfucker. You got five minutes. So you can still call in. It ain't like uh, the live part ended and you can't call in. Um, oh, you know what I did want to do? Fuck. Now it might be too late. Shit. I was like, I looked at the clock earlier. I was like, oh, I got two and a half hours. I'll remember. Five minutes to go. Now I'm remembering. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, uh, two, six. Who's this? Who's this? Yo, Strap. You on on the on the air. Oh, oh shit, what's how up, you, That's how you answer your phone for a strange number. Who is this? Is, yeah, if, a, if it's a motherfucker I don't know, yeah. What's <laughs> up, my brother? What's going on? Not much. Um, I wanted to get uh, um, fucking Kurt Angle came back, and I heard really, or. Like your thoughts, and I figured, hey, well, we might as well call him while we're on the show. Well, I was going. I was uh, real quick because I got to leave here soon. But I was I was I was going. I was reserving my um, my thoughts to just actually sing because, to be honest with you, I expected a little bit better. Maybe I shouldn't have, but I expected a little bit more out of him than he had. I really was. I really was, dude. Kurt Angle. I mean, I mean, how long ago was it? That he, I mean, even when he was in TNA, of course he was a shell of himself. But he was a lot better, but I do have to take into consideration that that was a couple of years ago, and he is old, a 48-year-old man. But honestly, I shouldn't be, but I was kind of disappointed with the total performance of uh, one Mr. Angle there. Well, I shouldn't be because he's old as fuck, but I was. I just think I was expecting a little bit more. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, you know what, it's just because, like I said, bro. Nothing. I was wishing for a moonsault off for something, but no, no, seriously, I, I was glad he didn't do the moonsault. But I'm, but I no, 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 I'm fucking with you. I would not want to see him doing anything. But I thought I would see. It just seemed like he just seemed like old and stiff. He didn't seem like that fluid machine that he used to be. But he's old, so that's all. That's all I have to it. Yeah. So, but but I'm just telling you, brother. I'm just telling you what my feelings was. Yeah. No, I, I got you. Um. I just think that in the whole situation came, and the whole situation came up just it was just so quick and you know I you know it was just like what happened last week I when mean, we we heard yeah to really even, digest yeah, like, what was going on we didn't talk about it last week's show so it must have dropped the news must have broke Wednesday late night or Thursday morning and we only had you know Thursday Friday Saturday to, yeah I think that's when the news dropped yeah. So when I seen it, I'm like, oh shit! But you know, like I said, you didn't have really time to digest and when it happened. I was just expecting a little more. But again, I know what the hell he is. He's an older man. That's how I feel about it. 
Uh, I don't know who said it on the, on Facebook, but uh, I'm going to agree. Uh, I love his service. That's my favorite wrestler of all time. But I don't need to see him in the ring again. And that post raw on that that post pay per view thing when he was talking about basically come you know having the base. I don't know if he said another run, but a couple more matches in him. I could do without that. I mean, I wouldn't totally mind or really be I totally against it if it happened. But I don't need to say Angle Bryan, though. You pay, you know. I don't know more. That's what it was. I know more. I'm good. I don't want to see Angle Bryan. I'm good. I, I need to see. Listen, because that match had to be. I don't want to see something. I don't want to see uh, nostalgia. Undertaker at work. Yeah, I don't want to see. I don't want to like like it's the same thing like Undertaker Undertaker diving off the top rope and can't make it and shit. I don't want to see that. I want to see a fluid machine like I'm used to, and that's just not him anymore. I love him. That's my man, and that's my favorite. But I'm good. That that dream match that I wanted to see, and I was still holding that hope. I'm good. Good. Anyway, look, I got to get out of here and and get on the train. I'm gonna talk to you later. Love it. Sorry. Yeah, man. Gotta go. All right, brother. Uh, Bardre Purnell, uh, everybody. Uh, all right, let's get Darrell up in here. Get out of here. Darrell, what's happening? What happened? It trapped? Not much, man. We lost Cam. I was uh, hoping he'd call back, but he got 38 seconds to call back. If he don't, and uh, I guess, you know. Dang, and I wanted to ask him, man. Dang, man. Good good show with yeah. Wade, but, man, what's up with them skins, man? Why they can't win on Monday Night Football? 0-6, man. Golly. Good, good, good for them. But that's okay. Oh, man. Your Philly Watch team looking real promising. Yeah. Uh, everybody on the wind's wagon. Um... Not surprising. It's weird hey, having, a, having a dope football team in both pro and college, like getting to see uh, back-to-back, well, not back-to-back nights, Saturday and Monday, but seeing Penn State whoop some ass on national TV and seeing the Eagles do the same, that was, uh, that was, that was good. I need Penn State to take I need them to take the It's been a while since my college team has been, you know, Good. I need them to take this. Like we had some UGA can get that number two seed. Who needs to take that L? Penn State to take that L, so UGA oh. can get that number two spot. But it's okay. Is that who we play? <laughs> is that we play y'all this Saturday? Is no, y'all Saturday? play Ohio State Saturday. Y'all play Ohio. Oh State yeah, Saturday. that's right. I gotta uh, gear up because Josh is a uh, big time Ohio State fan, so. Going back and forth. But, so, yeah, so what's on your mind? Oh, man. Um, all I can say is, man, I know people, the debate on uh, the the purge or the um, the whatever you want to call it, uh, the surge. People or leaving? The, whatever they call it. Whatever they call it. And I did not like it. Only two things, I, I, three things, maybe. Oh, you're talking about the under siege. From, the yeah, the under siege. How many times they they said it 800 times? You know? I know. I was just, that's why I'm making fun Play of them, man. And the, under siege, <laughs> two, uh, three. Uh, I'm going to call it the Steven Seagal. That's what I'm going to call it. Right, right. The Steven Seagal. 
<laughs> that was the one under siege. That was the one on the <laughs> ship, right? Yeah, on uh, when he was the cook. <laughs> yo, the yo, cook. fam, he put like five aerosol cans in the microwave and turned that shit on, and then it exploded like two minutes later. That was the best. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember from under siege. Oh, damn, where? It was nice. like he was slap boxing out there with those folks and breaking arms and stuff. Steven Seagal was... Uh, yeah, he was wow. at the height of, like, <laughs> arm-breaking Steven Seagal shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I was... Man, and I know people say... Um, the people who say it remind them of the Attitude Era and stuff like that, I kind of figure those fans are fans who are not really... That didn't uh, actually see the Attitude Era in real time? Yep, didn't see it and didn't watch it because um, they did. They um, saw it through clips. called like the un- yeah. They did un- they did the undersea gimmick. It was called the invasion, which everybody hated. And only last what thirty? No, days, no, days? no. Everybody did not hate it. Is see okay. Not everybody. See? My bad. My bad. I'm o- I'm going overboard. My bad. A lot of people and did it's not probably like it. for A the lot- same um, reasons I. This is probably the same reasons why I didn't hate Civil War Two last summer, because everything was new to me. I didn't have event fatigue. I didn't think I, I didn't have any kind of preconceived feelings about this hero or that hero or like uh, what's his face who actually had the predictions. Not Isaiah, Jericho, Ulysses. You know, I didn't know Ulysses was some minor league inhuman kid that didn't exist like a year before that. So I just treated him as a major, like, oh, you know, he must be a big deal. Major character. You know, in this big, the cult, the centerpiece of this big event, I don't have, I don't have any prejudice against him. Um, it's the same reason I was two years back in the watching wrestling by the time the invasion happened, and it, I was super excited. I just, I was like, oh shit, Mark Jindrak and, 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 and Chuck Palumbo about to pose a threat. <laughs> I mean, I knew innately that those weren't. I knew Sting and Goldberg. You know, those were the real main event stars at WCW. But, hey, Lance Storm showing up in Canyon. I was like, hey, works for me. So so the invasion, and then adding, Shane, or adding ECW and all that whole, the alliance. I did not hate the invasion. I, I rather enjoyed it. Just like I enjoyed uh, when, when, when DDP was... When they said he was the stalker, like people hated that, and I didn't. Good thing I didn't, it was 2001. I had no internet, so you know, I was not. Uh, I did not get to see in 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 real time people talking shit about it. So that didn't color my my love for it or my interest. I was ready for it to get over a little bit because yeah, the bigger stars didn't come because they wanted you know. Eat off the money that them guaranteed contracts that it was getting. Oh, yeah. Understandably so. And nothing wrong with that. Hey, take that easy money. I just started back working from home myself. So I'm making that easy money again. So I don't I don't mind that at all. You know what I'm saying? But um my whole thing about this under siege thing, it just just like last year, man. We seen this last year, it just the women they don't want to call it Under Siege 2 because it was just the women who came over, and that was the start of the ruining of um, Bailey character. Oh, because you jumped The reason why I don't like 
Yeah. The reason why I don't like Survivor Series now as it is as today in the past two or three years is because it does nothing for nobody. It's a once in the it's a once a year type of thing. It's um it's what if stories, like in comic books when you have what if stories and they're not part of the continuity yeah, of anything. Pretty interesting. Yeah, those though. are pretty good and wrote out. That's why some of them still right. go on to this day, like Spider-Man and Mary Jane with their daughter and stuff like that. They still go on to this day a little bit. Red but, Sun. Um, yep, Red Sun. Sun. But this don't be written out well because it be rushed, it be fast. Then it be so many glaring, be so many glaring weaknesses in it. Everything that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, especially the past two weeks that Sami Zayn been saying about Shane, makes it look true after what he did the last night. Then they make Daniel Bryan disagree with him. They're not going to turn Shane Hill, just like you were saying earlier. He can't get his points across. So that's why they never portray him nowadays as a heel, because he can't get his point across. He just he just make it seem weird when he's talking about it. And you got people co-mingling with each other. It, and, it, and it's obvious that they understand the visuals of things because they make sure they point out and so visuals wouldn't be right. That's why they had New Day there because, look, New Day attacked all the black wrestlers uh, <laughs> that came out. <laughs> so Wait, you would see white wrestlers attacking black wrestlers, and then they had the women there to attack the women. Um, if it was a real scene, you coming in uh, with your um, with your blue jeans on, Singapore cane, knocking people out. You don't care who you hit. You coming to wreck shop. All right. Okay. I I agree with the very last part, and I even said earlier, like they should have had. Like, the, they made the women, they made Sasha Bailey and Alicia Fox look like a couple of chumps because all the men got stomped out, like, 15 on two, you know, 20 on four. The women just got beat up, laid out three on three. Cause it was, because they were looking you know, at the daddy. visuals of things. I know, I know what I said right, earlier. Right, like, about with the, the men, black, black there should have been a couple of guys. Crazy. There should have been, like, uh, 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 Zack Ryder, Baron Corbin, and and Mojo holding Bailey, Sasha, and Alicia Fox, and holding their arms behind their backs, and just letting letting Carmella and them just just wail on them and just eat their ribs up and all that kind of stuff. Then it would have been more, you know, like brutal and stuff. Like, yeah, but the rest of it was fine. I didn't. I didn't think about uh, <laughs> black wrestlers attacking black wrestlers. I think you just but that's what happened. Into that that's what happened. That super kicked the shit out of Apollo at the end, and I know he's pretty. But that's after they, they had already attacked attacked them and they were holding him and and right, winning the okay. kick. But the but I know that's all ridiculous. But I was just saying that that I mean, that's what I all mean, made it fake. I mean, if that it happened, made if that was like the, they could have plotted that out, you might be right. And I'm just looking at like going now, now, but I don't. Think so. Because if it's if, if it's more random, if anybody ever been in a, a, a not even a gang fight, just in a bar fight, you swinging at whoever, whoever's not a friend, you swinging and you hitting. So if you come in a club and you got a group of friends and y'all going in and y'all attacking people, you swinging at whoever's not a friend. 
You don't care who they is. Mm-hmm. And then they bring out the bragging rights T-shirts. <laughs> Those crazy Everybody nice up in blue. That's blue just shirts. more of a visual, like, you know, like, if it's more like revolutionary war tactics where you're more worried about letting everybody know what side you are, which, what side you're on, instead of getting your dumbass camouflaged with your environment. Like, why are you going to fight in a blue fucking navy blue outfit in the middle of a green field? Like, <laughs> and why are you going to wear a gray outfit in the middle of a green and brown forest? Like, you're an idiot. I'm going to shoot you with my musket now. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm either coming in all like, black or camouflaged. Make sure everybody knows who's who. That would have been all. They all came out, came through and all oh, with the black hoodies and just like just <laughs> just basically just <laughs> everybody going back down. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't even have the Usos who who yeah. And they even said, them, I would like to be a part of that. Like, well, why weren't they? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Then you got Baron Corbin there, somebody who already which had made no sense, no sense. He's the last guy that should have been there. Fuck you yeah. And I said that earlier. I was like, down the line. Up, straight up. Like, bonuses, promises of title shots. Earlier when I said it didn't have to be promises of title shots and opportunity in the ring, it could just be flat out everybody's getting a bonus, like a dope-ass, you know, $10,000 bonus. Like, I, I do that for, for St. Grant. Should I do that for, you know, steak dinner? But I'm in a different position than, than, than those guys. True uh, that, true that. And now it makes it look like, <laughs> because I guess Raw did it last year with the women, and Raw lost the overall um, bragging rights to Summer uh, Survivor Series last year. So since um, SmackDown did it this year, that's the indication that they're going to lose the overall one. And Shane was bragging about them winning it. So that's even more in WWE speak of them <laughs> letting, uh, letting um, Raw overcome. Now, and it's even more like bragging rights because you got champion versus champion. It don't even matter if it's heel versus heel or whatever. You're not even building up those matches all the way. It just don't fit continuity, and then they had already pissed me off with Kane coming out there destroying Finn Balor. They didn't even have to do that, because they just had him destroy AJ, Seth, and Dean. So you just put him over, why you had to put him over extra strong? That didn't make any sense. The only good thing that I liked was um, Paul Heyman um, promo, and he destroyed he destroyed (laughs) He destroyed Jinder Mahal. And then he destroyed the, the the siege angle because he said in his promo, man, it's not about Raw versus SmackDown. Don't let them fool you. Raw still the flagship show. And whatever show Brock on is the flagship. Because they weren't finna attack Brock. That's what I was waiting because, for. I was like, I can't wait for them to show up in Brock locker room and then everybody just turn around like, nope. <laughs> but I don't like. I would have liked for Brock to have still been there, and they beat Brock up and even maybe shove Heyman up against the locker or something. Did you see like, how he I popped out that ring and almost left the belt? He was so fast up out of there, so quick. He was already Ooh. on the plane. His spirit had left it left his body and went to the plane. Already. Oh, Brock. Brock. Yeah, Brock. <laughs> he, he almost he fumbled his belt. Yeah, come on. Come on. I'm out of here. 
<laughs> like, come on, man. That's how you know they're not going to kill his vibe, and they're not going to let gender beat him. If they do, that isn't a big goal to make Roman Reigns the guy. So if you let gender hang in or even screw finish Brock, that diminished Brock from Roman Reigns. Because it ain't going to be the casual fans at Mania. It's going to be the hardcore fans at Mania. They're not going to forget gender beating <laughs> gender beating Brock. They're not going to forget that. Then, especially after what Paul Heyman said about him, called him, said he shafted SmackDown. He shafted SmackDown as a champion. How can you let that man win? And then he come out and he made uh, a half-so promo that they cut off. They gave him the Rey Mysterio treatment. Nobody talked about that this week. They gave him the Rey Mysterio treatment when he was still making this argument. They had AJ Styles come out there and cut him off. In mid-speak. In the middle of the promo. So I don't understand none of this. That's why I say they should get rid of Survivor Series because it just it just kills everything, man. It just kills everything. You kill AJ twice, and I don't mean by you killing him because you had him lose. It's what you had the people who beat him do afterwards. Baron Corbin beat him, and now he loses two times in a row to say Cara. Yeah. Then they come back with the weakness this week and try to get Baron Corbin some heat. After getting disqualified, getting make himself get disqualified, and then doing what he used even, to do when he first came on SmackDown. It's the, bear, yeah. the the Finn Balor one. Just fucking, just, come on, that's just just absurd on on so many levels. Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of. Like uh, <laughs> they, they made me excited to see Kane again, and then Kane cut his promo, and I was like, ugh, that's right. Kane, and then he beat Finn clean. I was like, well, I guess I'm back to, you know, hating Kane again and wanting him to go away as soon as possible. I got a friend who hates Kane. Now so he got to be around another week because I want to see Finn get his win back at least. I say it ain't going to be right unless you do demon versus demon. <laughs> That's the only way you can make it right. Because obviously, I guess they build up uh, the shit. character. Yeah. That's the only Demon character being they protect me. That's the only way you can make it right. Because they say the demon is unbeatable. He can't be beat. He haven't been beat yet. In their speech, they said it on. They said it on the pay per view. So that's what all the reason why I'm thinking is that they saying that the man, the man, being can be beat, but the demon. Once he get that persona out, he's unstoppable. And I can see them twisting that to a way if they're going to do him versus Brock maybe at the Rumble, they they add up to that by having Brock come beat him. Every time Brock show up on TV, just beat him up to where he push him to get the, um, to get the demon to come back out after he get his win back from Kane or something like that. That's the only way I can see you making up for that, but we don't know with Vince. It's just all of that stuff is crazy, man. Um, then we don't have, have completely... oh. Go ahead. 
No, no, I was some completely off topic. Reddit is banning a bunch of hate groups and Nazi alt-right groups as a part of a hate speech crackdown. And it's like, how long has Reddit been around? <laughs> like, now they're doing it? Somebody in the thread goes, oh, that's like building the gate after all the rabid animals have escaped. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of. It's too late. They're already out. <laughs> That's crazy. Anyway. But, but yeah, Trav, then I heard your boy talking about the indie, the indie stuff about um about the Young Bucks and Bullet Club and stuff like that. People who all into the Bullet Club and stuff like that starting to make me not just make me want to see them go away because they put unrealistic characteristics to everything. Like, they swear that if everybody leaves the WWE, everybody going to be making that, the money that them guys make. It's more guys on the Indies that broke and living show to show than it is guys like the Young Bucks who get a guaranteed Right, those guys are total outliers. Companies. Right. You like, they happen to capture something and, and we're smart enough to, to monetize it. Like, they're outliers. Like, everybody's not going to – like, again, what if 20% of the WWE roster, and I mean, like, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, all of a sudden were fired or walked off or did whatever. Like, those, all those people are not – and I mean a mix of, you know, not just the lowest level of all those rosters, but a nice mix of upper, lower, and maybe some even mix, uh, uh, upper card talent. Like, those guys aren't all going to make a living on the indie scene, like you think. <laughs> like, fam, it's only so much to go around. And, and, coming back after two years. a million people chomping to get that, to fill that position. You act like just because they get fed up, it ain't people that's willing to come in and do the, do the job at a lesser, a lower price for the opportunity. Like, that's been, we've seen that over and over and over again in, in wrestling. Like, why do you think it's going to be different this time? That's what I'm saying. And check this out, Trav. Think about people like this. I ain't even talking about John Cena's and the Roman Reigns and the Seth Rollins, all these guys who are making over a meal a year mm-hmm. and the and the money they making. Check this out. Mark Henry, Big Show, Kane, these guys right here who are making over a meal and who would never leave the WWE to go to the Indies because what they make, what they making in their contract now. They couldn't make that as, as an excellent year on the ending. Well, they not even four time now. I, I I get it, but even when they was at a height where they if they came out and went out on the ending, they would have drawn a big market. They still wouldn't have been making what they're making now at this age, or where they're not even barely performing. Their best years, like the best years. Like I listen, to, I listen to the podcast that the people are li- um, talking about. Like I hear MVP talking, um, talking um, that yeah, people should, more people should come to the Indies and um, try to make money that way and stuff like that. But he still say a year that he done had in the Indies still don't match the year when he uh, won in WrestleMania and he was making the money there. It still don't match up. Then I don't think the Young Bucks are so original. They took a play off a lot of different people, and, yeah, they made it their own into a way 
Are they they played it so hard that they fed into people who caught clips of the Attitude Era and stuff like that, who think that the siege is similar to um, the Attitude Era, but nobody gonna get over on the siege like when the NWO came and attacked the backstage and <laughs> threw Rey Mysterio into the trailer like a, a dart. I remember Rey Mysterio getting thrown into a dart, and every, after that, he started blowing up even more. The little feud that he had with uh, Kevin Nash was uh, pretty tight and put him even higher on the card. In my eyes, made him more money. I don't see that with nobody in the seed. And that's similar to what I see with people like the Young Bucks on the Indies. They're doing the suckets and all of this stuff. Back when they were generation of me, generation me, or what, however they said it, I didn't see nothing of them to the point till they started stealing all these gimmicks and found something that they can do and just push it so hard. Just no matter where they went through a thousand super kicks. <laughs> yeah, never been a never was a young bucks fan even before they. They did all their, got like blew up with their whole current gimmick. Uh, just never were my, you know, they're fine. But yeah, but again, they're outliers. Not everybody can, not everybody can can do and capitalize on, uh, uh, you know, their their type of niche popularity. Um, so all right, we'll leave it there. Let's uh, get out of here. Yes, sir. So, cool, yes, man. Sir. Good stuff. Good talk. Good stuff, man. Thank you. Indeed. Darrell from Georgia, everybody. All right. Well, Cam didn't call back again. Uh, whatever. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not bitter. I'm not. Uh, I'm not angry. I'm not gonna cuss him out in a group chat or nothing. But uh, yeah. So that does it for this week. Uh, well, until me and Rich come by and do VIP in a little bit. So I'm going to go and read the new Deadpool, so I have something to talk about with him. Uh, I will not be reading the new Captain Marvel. I'll wait till I get that tomorrow or Saturday. Um, but, yeah, so free folks, that's it for us here tonight. Um, VIPers, click over. Me and Rich again. We'll have another hour or so of bonus content, some more, some VIP emails, some comic talk. I'm sure we'll talk about Under Siege and all that. So, until next week, 